Three grown men who care way more than they should. Glenn Clark. Glenn, no way. I'm sorry, Aaron. Did Alicia Fox call you the man beast? AJ Francis. And of course, everyone boos Roman Reigns, even though he puts on the best match of the night. Aaron Oster. Guys, look, there's that one time. You know, <laughs> oh, Aaron. Aaron. You're the worst. You are the worst. This is jobbing out. What's up? Welcome in. It is episode number 160, which is just a shout out because Leo Rush is listed at 160 pounds and Leo Rush is awesome. So episode number 160. I don't of, even think he's 160 pounds. What's that? Oh, yeah. He what might is not be. listed as? Come on. You don't think if you're listed at 160, you're every bit of 138. Probably, yes. That's probably <laughs> Let's, let's be clear. I'm taller than him. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But he's amazing. So who yes. gives a shit? Uh, Leo I can't do awesome. the stuff he does. No doubt about that. You can't really they do finally anything. found something that'll make people actually give a shit about that amorphous blob. Also known as Bobby Lashley. Wow. Damn. Jesus. Wow. War on Bobby Lashley. All right. Let's get save it. Save it. It's jabbing out. I'm uh, Glenn Clark. He is Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone. And of course, the main event. AJ ben, Francis. Okay, I'm done. Okay, very good. Thank you. AJ Francis with us as well. Good to have everybody together. I like that. Although I don't, I say I like it, but that's not really true because that means that AJ is not on a football field right now, which I would prefer. But uh, hopefully we will get back to that very, very shortly. Uh, coming up a little bit. Not going to lie. Yeah. Really liking just living in my house for a little I believe while. that to be true. I do believe you when you say that, but the paychecks aren't quite as good when you're at your house. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, not I also quite. don't need to do this shit no more. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, later on in the program, we'll be joined by a hardcore legend. Um, I'm not going to lie. We already taped this interview, and it is... <laughs> It is just magic. <laughs> like it's, 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 the best thing about it is Aaron wasn't involved. Yeah, he, he didn't get in the way of any, of the greatness of it. He really he would have tried to screw it up somehow, some way. There's no doubt. Uh, an ECW original and just one of the most insane human beings who have ever graced professional wrestling. The Sandman joins us later on in the show, and he is he is it's just beautiful. I don't know how to describe it other than whatever you're expecting. He called a. Just so you know, he calls a now deceased former wrestler with WWE a pussy. That's a thing so, that happened. That's a thing that happened during the course of this conversation. And that was not the only person he blatantly called a pussy. Yes, also correct. <laughs> also, so you're correct. saying we need to check the explicit button on this one? Probably we'll have to do that. Probably we'll have to do that. But. You're fucking right, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was a uh, just a phenomenal conversation. I can't wait for you guys to hear it a little bit later on in the show as he's coming to uh, ACW with our buddy James Ellsworth next weekend. All right, uh, let's get it out of the way. We had a, a terrible bet this past week for uh, Hell in a Cell. And I still don't even know what the bet was. 
You still don't know what the bet was? No. Oh, wow. Because, of course, he didn't listen to the show. Why would he? Because um, I was traveling to and from Oakland, you oh, oh, is that what it was? Uh, well, in honor of Tyler Steele being our guest picker, I don't know. I don't. I've no. This was really dumb. This is just really. Your dumb. your brain works in mysterious ways. This is what happens when no one. Th- uh, let's pull the curtain back. This is what happens when no one prepped last week's show. That's not true. We did have a show in mind, and then AJ had to duck out, and so it really screwed things up. Um, but this is what happens when you don't prep a backup plan until about two minutes before you start recording. Um, if that. We booked we booked a guest as we were talking to Tyler Steele last week. That's what happened on last week's show. Um, anyway, because, of course, everybody knows the great film Steel, starring Shaquille O'Neal. The loser of the bet is going to have to do perform a Shaquille O'Neal rap song of their choice. Nice. That's, that's what we're doing this week. So, Aaron, who will be channeling their, own, their inner Shaq Diesel, Shaq Fu? All right. Uh, this one actually was interesting because uh, all of us missed one uh, early in the show, uh, just different ones. So it came down to two matches. One was the controversial Joe versus AJ Styles match, where me and Tyler both picked AJ, and AJ and Glenn both picked Joe. Bullshit. So you guys were pretty much. Then it came down bullshit. to Bell- Bellas versus Miz and Maurice, where AJ was on an island picking Miz and Maurice. Yep. AJ was the one to get it. Yep. So that leaves Glenn as yes. the sole person with four wins while everyone else had five. You know what's really embarrassing, by the way? Brandon from Ramshead admitting he knew like five Shaquille O'Neal songs that he was like preparing me for this well, week. Well, I'm not going to lie to you. Shaq has, some, Shaq has one song that is in the pantheon of great hip-hop songs, like what? collabos ever. What song His is song, that? It's called Can't Stop the Rain with the Notorious B.I.G. I guess that'll be my choice. I'll do. I'll do my best on that one. Sh- can't stop the rain. All Except right. it's it's rain like Roman Reigns. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. That makes it a perfect choice. Then I'll go with that one. Oh my god, he really did a song with fucking Notorious B.I.G. Holy That's amazing. Yes, and it's amazing. Holy shit. All right. That'll be the one. Wait, I will do that. Uh, I mean, I guess I could try to do it on the show later, but. Um, I've never heard it, so that yeah, might make we it. Should, we definitely need well, to. We'll we'll wait till next All week right, or the week fair after. Enough, fair yeah, enough. and whatever you do, don't do it in blackface. I, yeah, you know that was the first thing I was going to do too. You know me; that was exactly where I was going to go. All right, um, let's do the raw stuff in segment one, then we'll get to the SmackDown stuff in segment. All right, cool. Then let me cut you off. Who had the best match on Raw last week? Uh, oh, we did agree to it, didn't we? Aaron? It, it was it was the it was the same thing as the week before. It was the tag mat the tag title rematch. So the B team and Dolphin Drew, yeah, that's right. that one. That's exactly right. Man, so they went back to back. I don't think yep. anyone's ever gone back to back before. Uh, oh, wait, not. I mean, un- unless Dolphin Seth at one point had. Literally, no one else has ever gone yep. back to back. All right. Oh, actually, no. I, you were right, Dolphin Seth. Very good. They went back to back for IC title. Uh, yeah, that's about it. It's just Dolphin Seth. That's actually crazy. Um, all right. Well, then I'll do. I'll do the math while we discuss. Who had the best match on Raw this week? Um, well, Dolphin Seth is going to be a candidate, though it's not my pick. It's not my pick either. I think the best match was Ambrose and McIntyre. But I could be swayed that because of how everything went down and what happened, that the main event was the best match. The main event. I, I was going to vote for uh, Dean and uh, Drew. So the main event certainly had a lot happening. Um, the best match. Yeah, I think it's Dean and Drew. 
I yeah, think I mean, this, that match was incredible. Yeah, it was a really, really good match. The main event was a really well-told story, and there was there was so much happening. You know, the, I, this is the only thing that bothers me about the main event. And you can update the numbers here in a second, because we'll go with uh, Dean and, and Drew. Here's the only thing that bothers me about the main event. I don't know if you guys, like, do you guys remember, uh, how, when would this have been? Like, late 90s, early 2000s. During the era when Triple H was champion all the time and would face regularly someone for the belt on television, right? Like, he would regularly defend the belt on television, sometimes against the likes of Taka Mikinochu, but sometimes against far more credible opponents. He literally defended it. I was just watching um, Top 100 Raw Moments on the WWE Network, available now for $9.99, and... uh, uh, he literally had a match where he defended it against Tajiri on the show. Sure, sure, right? Yep. Like, it was, it, 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 he, it, it changed every week. It was sometimes, you know, guys that really you could legitimately buy into. But one thing that they always did that was unbelievable is they sold you so effing well during the course of the show on the possibility of whoever was facing Triple H winning the belt. They oversold it. Like, they oversold the possibility that fucking Tajiri could be the champion at the end of the night. Now, I get that that's more difficult to do in 2018 than it was to do in the early 2000s, pre-internet, pre-internet wrestling community, the whole thing. Like, I can understand that. But, if there was ever a night where, like, Baron Corbin should have been preparing a backstage celebration before the match ever took place, like, the... It would not have taken that much effort to really credibly sell me on Baron Corbin knows he's going to win. And yet they didn't do that during the course of the night. They even had like Baron Corbin say to a ref, I want you to call it down the line, which is like fucking insane based on Baron Corbin's character, right? right? Like why would he ever tell a ref, I want you to call it down the line? He's never even hidden from the idea that he isn't down the line. Um, they did. You should have. You, sh- you should have had Renee the entire time freaking out of like, how's he going to stack the deck? What rules are you going to change? All that sort it, of thing. It, I mean, I thought it was blatantly obvious that he was saying "call it down the line," but he was actually saying "don't you." But dare. like, he I'm didn't really do that well. Like, he it was so awkward. Like, it was. I, I just did not get any sense of a story being told that Baron Corbin knew goddamn well he was walking out of the arena with the belt that night because he had like obviously had stacked the deck. But he still didn't appear to have confidence, which is what he should have had, because he's literally the fucking general manager. Like, he could do whatever he wants in order to make sure that he wins the belt. So, I don't know, it kind of, as good of a match as it was and as good as the story was told in general around it, I don't know, it irked me for some reason. Like, I just never bought into the idea that they had credibly told a story that Baron Corbin was going to end the night as the champion, which they should have easily been able to do, despite the fact that we all knew he wasn't actually going to be walking out as the champion. Uh, I am fish- officially finished with our setting up our rankings. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Where are we? Uh, after 37 weeks, Roman Reigns is 11, 25, and 1. Uh, he also, we have a top 10. I... Would love to hear you guys guess who you think the top ten people are. Didn't we, didn't we just do this a couple weeks ago didn't with we? matches this year? Uh, we we je- we guessed the bottom people because uh, right. we were guessing right. who top, okay, uh, had 10. more than a certain uh, person. So Seth's number one. Seth is number one with fifteen points and eleven and a half on the weighted scale, which. 
for those of you that may have forgotten, the weighted scale is you get one point for a one-on-one victor, uh, win as the best match of the week, and any other type of match is a point five. Uh, Braun is number two. Braun is not number two. Oh. Braun is number seven with four wow. wins, three Ke- on the aggregate scale. Kevin Owens is in the I, top three. The reason I brought this up is because there's been a big change in the top ten. That's why I wanted to do this. Okay. Kevin Owens is number four mm. with nine wins and eight on the weighted scale. So- Dolph? Dolph Ziggler is number f- is number tied for number five with five wins and three and a half on the weighted scale. So, and that's after coming over late. So Alexa Bliss? There are no women on the top ten. Oh, well, boy. God, we are pigs. Uh, no, Sasha Banks, I mean, technically she has the same amount of wins as the person who's tenth, but she just has less on the weighted scale. Finn Balor. Finn Balor is number two with 11 wins and eight on the weighted scale. So then Roman's number three? Roman's number three with 11 wins and 7.5 on the weighted scale. You're missing who's tied for fifth, and then you're missing... Uh, has Drew won enough yet Eight, to nine, crack ten. the top ten? Drew McIntyre is tied for fifth with wow. Dolph Ziggler with five wins and 3.5 on the weighted scale. So I'll say that Dean was the one that just snuck on the list this week. Dean got his first win this oh, week. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I mean, he had he his hurt. first matches yeah, that's this true. past Fair couple enough. weeks. Fair enough. All right. Um, shit. I'll give you a hint. Sammy. One is no longer on Raw. I was going to say, is Miz? Did Miz sneak in Miz there? Miz is number 10 with three wins, 2.5 okay. on the weighted scale. And then you're missing eight and nine, which it's just hilarious to me that it's not hilarious. It just it just shows you how they've definitely used what they've been given to be able to do have a good year so far. Is is Bo Dallas on the, in the top 10? Not only is Bo Dallas in the top 10, but Curtis And Curtis Axel. Axel. Great. Bo them. Dallas and Curtis Axel Good are tied for eighth with uh, four wins and two on the weighted scale. Good for them, as they should be. As they should be. That's excellent. All right. Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel have twice as many wins as Asuka, Jinder Mahal, Bobby Lashley, Natalia. They have four times as many wins as Elias, Samoa Joe, Nia Jax, Mojo, No Way Jose, and Dean Ambrose. But it's important that we say, and there's no, there's nothing wrong with that. That's great. There's nothing wrong yeah, with it at right. all. I mean, I mean they're, they're finally getting screen time, and they're shining. Yes, correct. <laughs> That's tremendous. That's tremendous. So clearly the biggest thing that came out of, of the post-Hell in the Cell is that we now know... Uh, but I remember, remember, Aaron, we were talking about crown, uh, this event in Saudi Arabia not being on TV. Well, not yeah, only were we, not only were we wrong about that, they're going to go back to trying to make it the biggest event that's ever happened in the history of ever. Mm-hmm. Um, as they announced Crown Jewel, which is uh, it's very uncomfortable, and apparently they're spending a million dollars on having Brock Lesnar be a part of it. Yep, um, at least. I mean, they're going to make a lot more than that. Oh, so. I, they're making, well, you know, they're going to they're going to make probably forty million, just right. like they did for Grey's Royal Rumble. Correct. There's no. I get it. I totally get it. Um, but it's just. I'm super actually awkward. my biggest beef isn't obviously I, I wouldn't have a beef with having a mega show anyway. But my biggest beef is that they're going back to Saudi Arabia before they go somewhere else other than Australia. Well, Austra- uh, you know, nowhere else is paying them $45 million. And, and we did talk a few weeks ago. You're you were... you telling me they couldn't do that in Mexico City? Maybe. I don't think Mexico City, the government, would pay $50 million for a show. Hmm. Yeah, there's got to be money there. That's part of the problem, right? It's got, you got to go to a place where they have uh, I hate to burst your bubble. There's a lot of money in Mexico. They just don't use it. In the right well, shit. that might be true. And that might that's part of the problem. Um, this is a place where they have money and they're trying to spend to get um, – ad- like. They're they're trying 
to outreach to the world, and they've decided that WWE is a way that they can do that. It's it's still butt awkward. Let's not try to pretend like this isn't uncomfortable. really uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable. Why is it um, uncomfortable? Well, they're also well, at the same time preparing to execute activists. Like, oh. yeah, it's the, the the trial is two weeks before this event. Yeah, so like it's really uncomfortable that you're working with the Saudi government. It just is. Like you, you can't get around that. Um, the WWE has decided that they're going to take the money and that's what they're beholden to is money. And I, you know, Hey, look, I get it. They're a business. Like it's what it is. You but... can't pay bills with live activists. Correct. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, they, yeah, but that was, I, I don't that think was, they... that was me being a terrible person. Yeah. That's, right. that's bad. I, I don't think, I mean, they can and they probably will, but like, if they do the same thing they did last time, which is go into overdrive of specific members of the Saudi government and the Saudi government in general, uh, I mean, that's basically praising what they're doing. Um, I don't think they'll do it this time strictly because I think last time was more just like a, like, they were making sure, like, they were trying to branch out and be with the government and, like, show that this is a big deal. Now that they've already done it, it's more like a... Yeah, this is just going to be a show, bro. Sit back and take notes while I take totes of the marijuana smoke. Uh, Put I'm, you in a choke. Gun smoke, gun I mean, smoke. It's definitely... Biggie, a, yeah, it's Biggie de Smalls from Mayor, the Rap Slayer, the Hooker Layer, Motherfucker <laughs> Say Your Prayers. I couldn't agree Hail more. Mary, full of grace, smack <laughs> yeah. a bitch in her face, take her Gucci bag in her North face off her back. All right, I'm done. I'm no, I'm good. I'm good with it. I, look, I couldn't agree more with all of it. I just want you to know that. <laughs> Um, secondly, the great prophet Christopher Wallace right, said all of it. Yes. Um, I just, I it, it's certainly a better idea than to go there and to be overly praising them. I mean, that, that's a terrible, terrible idea. Look, I, I, I don't know how to get around it. It's all very uncomfortable. It's very, very, very uncomfortable. But they're doing it. It's just sort of the end of the story. They're doing it. It's very clear. They're going. They're hyping it up. They're treating it like it's the most significant event. They're doing all of those things, and we're just going to have to deal with that, I guess. I mean, that's just what it I is. I mean, but my thing is, like, that's kind of elitist of wrestling fans and all that. Because, I mean, niggas getting killed by the cops every day in America, and don't nobody got a problem with doing shows in Flint, Michigan. I mean, I understand what you're saying. I, I, nobody I, gives a... If Flint, if, if right. WWE goes to Flint, Michigan, is everybody going to sit there and say, oh, they shouldn't do that because the people in Michigan is getting well, treated bad? What, they, what they would say is they're water. not accepting money from the government of Flint, Michigan. Like, they're not – this is a completely – They're not praising that government. Right, this, the, this is only happening because the actual government of Saudi Arabia, the same exact people who are going – they're looking to so execute – So it's the government in Australia that's paying them? I don't know about that one. I couldn't tell you if that if that's the case in Australia. Um, I only know we only know of it because we know the details of the arrangement they had with Saudi Arabia, and it's literally it's the, the the Ministry of Saudi Arabia that's making this happen, and so it's the exact same people. Whereas it's not the same if they go when they do a show at uh, Capital One Arena in D.C. It's not the D.C. government that profits off of it, although obviously you know like the if cops are working or whatever, there's there's ways for people to make money, but it's it's Ted Leonsis who's making, yeah. but but and they're also not pre spending half the show talking about how Merrill Bowser is such a great mayor and stuff. Right. Um, I don't know, man. It's just what it is. I I, I can't. I'm not going to sit here and try to have a moral conversation about it because I don't think we're going to win it. So, I, like, I, it's just what it is. The show's happening, and they're going to try to make it the biggest thing ever, and that's what they're doing, and they're getting paid an awful lot of money 
in order to do that, and they have shareholders and they have people that they have to answer to, and so shout out money. You know, it's what it is, man. That's just that's that's what it is, and I we we all have our own issues. We we had this conversation a while back when we talked about like. Hey, look, we have all disagreed with various things with various companies. AJ, you talked about Chick Fil A, and like, I, in a perfect world, I I wish I could stand up for and and only. Oh, by the way, speaking of Chick Fil A, you know they're about to open on Sundays. Say, Wait, what? Say say what now? <laughs> Chick Fil A. I heard this story the other day that after a while they're finally opening on Sundays. Shut! Stop! stop this is Wait, AJ. Who's is, saying this? This is. Like the news that remember when Shawn Michaels uh, came back to join the NWO. And it was legitimately stunning and legitimately surprising and one of the true great surprises in the history of pro wrestling. This is about six billion times more important than that. <laughs> you cannot just say, I heard from some guy. I need, I, I need, I, like, I, this is the most important thing you've ever said as a sentence in your life. So, so come with more information, please. I just Googled it. Um... I'm saying it's it, for Hurricane. They they opened, but that seems like a special. You know, they were just want to feed people who were displaced here. Uh then I misread. God damn it! Because that would be amazing. I thought it, that's what I thought it was. It would be amazing. It would change the oh. world. Oh, I do. I do see something. They're they're opening one in Vegas, and that's going to be open on Sundays. Yeah, so you may I just did, move to I, Vegas because I forget where I saw it. Miko sent me the link, and it was a. Uh, it was uh, let me see if I can find it. But it's like, it's like they're testing it because then that's how they're gonna start to try to have the one in the the Mercedes Benz Superdome or whatever uh, the fuck okay. you call it. Yeah, yeah. Thing yeah. in Atlanta, have it open on Sundays there. Well, well, sir, this is more important. You know what? Fuck wrestling talk. Let's just talk more about this, ladies and gentlemen. Sunday Chick Fil A. Will it be everything we've dreamed it to be? What is going to happen first? So. Uh, every Chick-fil-A is open on Sundays or the rapture? Mm, mm, that's a great question, sir. <laughs> that is a great question. You know you know how, like, like you have leftover Chick-fil-A and, like, you'll eat it on a Sunday? How's, and, how, hold on. And, how pissed would you be if the rapture came on the first Sunday? The Chick-fil-A was Chick-fil-A open. <laughs> well, and, and that was the cause yeah, all this time? God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. Like I'm telling you, man, Chick Fil A tastes more. De- Forbidden Sunday Chick Fil A is just more delicious, right? Like you keep like some nuggets from some catering, or like you go buy an extra yeah, sandwich it's, on it's Saturday the Romeo night. Juliet effect. Correct, like because you're not supposed to have it, mm-hmm. so it's so much better. I'm worried that like if you have Sunday Chick Fil A, it won't be what you dream that it is. Like I'm worried that like you know you go to you roll to Chick Fil A on a Sunday and you're just imagining how wonderful it's going to be to have Sunday Chick Fil A, and then you get it and you're like, it's still Chick Fil A, it's still good. But it's like it's it's not like what I dreamed that it would be. I would. Right? I mean, I had Chick Fil A literally an hour ago um, on Thursday, and it was great. So I imagine it can't be worse than that. That's a great point. All right. Anyway, uh, wrestling. We were talking. Oh yeah. So Brock Lesnar is going to be back for that. We're all assuming this is just him being back for that, but I guess you never know. And the new Universal Champion, Brock Lesnar. You think they're going to do it? <laughs> No, okay. I don't at all. But no, I, I would, but like, what oh it, my god! The question it is, wouldn't, it wouldn't. Sh- that would be just, the easiest way to get people to boot, cheer Roman again. It wouldn't shock any of us if it happened. That's right? the thing. That's the thing, right? Like, they're clearly willing to do this with him. We're like, we'll call you when we need you. They've shown a willingness to do it in the past. It couldn't possibly stun us. You know. You know what I really think it is, though. 
I think that we've done this thing before where we put people in matches with Roman and Brock Lesnar so that one of them eats the pen so that Roman stays strong and Brock stays strong. I think because Brock is still is about to go to UFC and and not to mention he's just not that big on TV and every time he comes back it's it's big because he doesn't have to be there all the time. Right. I think Brock Lesnar is in that match to eat the pin of uh for uh Braun Strowman. So so okay, so you, they want to keep protecting Braun here as much as possible. No, no, they want to they want to I'm sorry, I, oh. I said eat it for Braun Strowman. I mean, they're trying to protect Roman. You think they want to give Braun the belt and protect Roman in the process. And then have Roman chase with the shield chasing as well. Um, I like that better, but I they're still not fully like this is the this is the part that I'm just struggling with immensely. They want Braun Strowman to be a heel, but they're not really willing to have him fully embrace being a heel. And so like when he's telling Baron Corbin, I don't give an F about you. The crowd says, great, because we don't like Baron Corbin either. And I get that that fits Braun Strowman's character, but it doesn't get him over as a heel. Like it, it, it just leaves you with the same reasons why you like Braun Strowman to begin with, which is he's awesome. He doesn't give a shit about anyone. He's his own man. That's, that's basically like a massive, more incredible version of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Hey, is it cool that I was hanging out with Braun Strowman last night or no? I did not realize that. Yeah. That is... We went to, uh, I was hanging out with um, with Mojo. We went to the bar in Orlando. We go to a lot called Swigs, and I get there, and Braun Strowman's there. I've hung out with him a couple times before. We hung out once in a strip club. Uh, we, hung, we hung out a couple times here or there. Um, but, yeah, last night I was literally with him. AJ, you're a large man. How many... Like, if you were just drinking beer, how many beers would it take you to get drunk? I would get it honestly. I really can't get drunk off beer because, like, the amount of beers I would need to take in the like time I would right. have to drink it in order for me to get drunk, I would be so fucking bloated that I wouldn't want to drink anymore. Okay, yeah, I understand that. So then, so like, if I'm getting drunk and I'm drinking beer, like, I'll take shots of like tequila or some other shit. Um, like in between beers so that the beers can start to build up. I was trying to figure out how many beers it would take Braun Strowman to get drunk. I mean, honestly, for me to get drunk, like when you say drunk, you mean like blackout drunk? I just mean drunk. I mean like where like... You're feeling it. You're you feeling know it. you're I'm drunk. feeling it you at know. least 12 to 15. Yeah, that's what I figured. So what do you think the number is for Braun? Probably like 20. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking for Braun. Um, yeah, I, I just wish if you want to have him be a heel, like that's fine. I don't know why you did everything that you did over the summer, but that's fine to have him be a heel, but he's got to be a heel. He can't just be, you know, I'm, I'm my own man. I'm my own Island. We've proven over the years that people like those types of characters. People like those performers like that. We're into that. That's what we enjoy. That doesn't work as a heel. Okay. Dynamite observations. Um, <laughs> what do you want us to I, say? You're right. The, the the whole thing. I mean, the whole main event scene is. You know, we we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. How Roger seemed to be completely off the rails and kind of like that was kind of the whole main event picture. You had Roman and Braun. You know, the big Roman Braun match, and they did nothing for the last ten minutes of their match. They just laid there. Yeah. Well, everything else happened around. And them. and it ended up being a non-finish for a Hell in a Cell match, which is just like I. 
You didn't have to have that match be a Hell in a Cell match. You you could have had AJ Samoa Joe. I mean, you technically it. did. It was the Hell in a Cell was already the pay per view. I understand page. that, but they didn't put every match in the in a Hell or in a Cell. Yeah, but it was, it was the main event of Hell in a Cell. So. I mean, I don't disagree that I don't disagree that it should be. But if you're not gonna have a clean finish, what the fuck is the point of having a Hell in a Cell match? To remind people how fucking awesome Brock Lesnar is. I, you couldn't again. <laughs> did you need Hell in a Cell in order to do that? I mean, just kicking in the door. I mean, it looked cool. Badass. Yes, that was a cool image. You're right about that. But you, and then you, you could have, you could have had someone, step. you could have had someone pull the other guy over, so you had a finish. Kick in the door, wave in the four four. All you heard was Papa, don't hit me no more. Kick in the door, wave in the four four. All you heard was Papa, don't hit me no more. Shout out, Biggie. I'm with you. I am with you entirely. <laughs> I hear you. I That's just... the third Biggie song I got to reference today. Yeah, right? This is the it greatest is, show we've ever done. It is going a long way. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned something today. Um, <laughs> so, look, I hear you. Yeah, I'm with Aaron. Finish the match. Finish the goddamn match. It's hell in a cell. That's where you're supposed to have... The, the, the concept of hell in a cell is the end-all, be-all of matches. That someone has to win and someone has to lose. I just can't believe you would do a non-finish in a Hell in a Cell match. Like, Christ, man. Christ. I'm so opposed to it. And, like, you you had to have an entire different match come out because you didn't, I guess, have enough for Roman and Braun to do in a Cell to begin with. So you had to have an entirely different match. No, you had enough to do. They just didn't want either one of them taking them fucking crazy bumps. Right. So, again, what the fuck was the point of this being (laughs) in Hell in a Cell? Like, what was the point? Um, I would have loved to have seen AJ Styles, Samoa Joe in a cell. That would have been awesome. That would have been much better than this. I, I, anyway, I don't, I, I'm not, I'm going to sound like that guy. Uh, you already do. I know, whatever. I'll live with it. Uh, yeah, look, uh, it's, it's where we are. It's just where we are. Um, the other question I have for you guys, are you okay with the, um, I've I've read a few people talking about this because of the way they've done this with evolution and with uh, Australia and Saudi Arabia, where they're trying to sell tickets well in advance. Are you okay with the fact that they're announcing matches and then building them like that instead of getting the build to a match, like these people interact with each other. And so now we have to have a match. They're announcing a match like that, that, that doesn't really make any sense, and then using television to try to make it make sense. I mean, that happens all the time. Why are we worried? Yeah, th- this isn't new. The only thing that's new about this is they're promoting three pay-per-views at once. I don't, what do you mean it's not new? Like, name they, the, They've been doing that for years, dude. Like, what? You, have have you ever it. heard of the Royal Rumble? The Royal Rumble is a completely different thing. We know there's going to be a Royal Rumble every year. They've never done a thing where they've said... I'm saying the person who wins the Royal Rumble is announced in the match against the champion, and you build to that match. Right, but they also could end up changing the champion between now and then. Um, yeah, and how many times in the fucking 30 years they've had a Royal Rumble? Only a couple. Happened? You're right about that. It's only happened a couple of times. Sometimes they've added in a third person. Sometimes they've done the Daniel Bryan thing. This is very clearly a, we have to sell this match. We have determined this match four months out. We have to sell it. Despite the fact that at the time, it may or may not make sense. Now we have four to do the work. Four months out. Well, they started telling you about matches for Evolution, and maybe it wasn't four months, but it was a couple of months ahead of time. Two to three months before these events, they start telling you about matches that are going to be part of the card. And matches, again, that don't always... 
the Super Showdown stuff is weird because it's a bunch. It, it almost feels. Yeah, like- I really think that you're thinking about this too hard, and you just wanted to have something to talk about because nobody ever says that you should that you should have had a storyline to build to Triple G Canelo that was just booked, and then the storyline happened along the way. Uh, you're not trying to do anything else. It's not like the guys are fighting between them. It's not like you have to serve two masters at the same time. I mean, you do because they have the the fucking Showtime twenty four. No, but what I'm saying is not they like, do the little press conferences. No, no, no I know, but it's fight. not like Triple G has to fight Floyd Mayweather before he fights Canelo. Like, well, technically, Triple G did have to fight someone before Canelo because Canelo was on their sauce. Well, yeah, that ended up working out that way. Yes, but that <laughs> wasn't the concept behind it. Like the you when in boxing you have a fight you say we're gonna go do this fight we're gonna sell it and then that's the only thing that you're concerned about between now and then what, the way they're doing it now in WWE is so your argument is that when they book a match in WWE their job their only thing between when they book the match and when the match is isn't to sell the match yeah it's supposed to be building to that match now you're trying to build the two different matches. We're trying to sell you to watch Hell in a Cell, but also knowing what these people are going to be doing in Australia, so we somehow have to pull off a way to sell both of them. I, I think that I think matter? that's the awkward thing. I don't think that's I, I don't think it's necessarily the building it. It's the fact that they are trying to you know before Hell in a Cell they were doing Hell in a Cell, they were doing Evolution, they were doing Super Showdown, and they were in the back of everyone's mind. Man, they're all. We also realized they're building towards Saudi Arabia with this Shawn Michaels thing. Yeah, now that's a little bit different because none of those guys are really doing. I mean, I get it. There's a Triple H Undertaker singles match that's happening, um, but Lord, that's that's so unrelated to anything that actually matters that I I don't know for some reason that one bothers me the least. Although it will bother me when when Shawn Michaels ends up wrestling. And and that seems like it's really oh, it's happening now. Obviously, that's happening. But I mean, why do? You, but why is? I don't understand. You guys fucking cheered Goldberg for fucking forty five minutes. No, no, why I did not. Care? Stop! I did not. That's the difference. I'm no different now. I did not cheer Goldberg for forty five minutes. I said, "Oh wow, Goldberg's back." And as long as he doesn't get involved with anything, that's fine because I don't really give a shit. Then the moment that he got involved with something, I said, "I don't like this. I don't want this." And it ruined oh, you mean when he ruined the feud of the year, right? Correct. Exactly right. Exactly. <laughs> goddamn right. Um, I just, it, it, Sean, I don't want this. I've never wanted it. Why would I want this? What about this is something that I want? What, I, bro? If you, don't, if, bro, why would you not want a Shawn Michaels match? Like, like. Why, we 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 literally had so many talks on this show about people we want to see Shawn Michaels face. Because we had a top five Michaels, of people that yes. we would have liked to see Shawn Michaels face, and none of them were other fifty-year-olds. Like, come on, they bro. were all people that could actually use something from the bump. That you were sitting on da- Shawn Michaels coming back for another match, and you didn't give it to Daniel Bryan when that was the obvious thing to do. When that would help you moving forward. Oh, there's more than your. There's more than one thing always that you can do. You think but this gonna... isn't one of them. Yeah, I, I'm actually with Glenn on this one. Like, if if I had a choice of, okay, do I want to see Shawn Michaels? Shawn Michaels not returning was actually kind of a special thing. So if if he was going to return, so who's Shawn Michaels good... facing at Crown Jewel? It's probably going to be teaming. Oh, with it's probably. Triple H. You don't fucking know. Dude. So stop everything. Everything about okay, shit if, you if don't even know if yet. It's, if it's anything but teaming Jesus with Triple Christ. H this against is the Undertaker most and Kane, thing I've ever heard in my oh, life. Hold on, AJ, oh, you guys don't are know for sure, but they're building AJ, about a match you don't even know it is. AJ, now. let's bet. They're let's bet. Let's bet something. Do you think there's any chance that Shawn Michaels is doing something at at Crown Jewel that is not him and Triple H versus Undertaker and Kane? 
or him versus The Undertaker one-on-one. Even if that is the match at Crown Jewel, that doesn't you. necessarily have to be his last match. Hit Newsflash, if he does a match at Crown but Jewel, I guarantee he's going to do a match at WrestleMania. Well, I, I, I disagree with that. I think it's proven that money is the type of thing that's making this happen. I don't think it guarantees anything. But So your argument is that Shawn Michaels is not going to make money in WrestleMania? No, no. If they offer him a certain amount of money for WrestleMania, the reason why they're offering him the money now is because of the money they're getting from the Saudi government. That's oh, that's right. And just so we're on the same page. So the so the the last event in Saudi Arabia was that the highest grossing event that WWE's ever had, or was that WrestleMania? This right. Year? No, they, they actually probably made more money from the Greatest Royal Rumble than WrestleMania. The, the, Which the they t- they made more money. Right, is the, that true, Aaron? Yeah. The ticket yes. the ticket gross doesn't count the money. They're literally th- this has never happened before. They've never had someone say we are going to give you an absurd amount of money just to show up here. Then you can also profit off of it once you do. They're just getting paid to show up. An absurd amount of money. They Which th- was how much? The entire Anywhere from forty to fifty million dollars for the show alone, not including anything on the network or anything else from it. All right, well, luckily we live in 2018. I'm not just going to let you sit here and fucking lie because we had a whole goddamn conversation about how much money they made on WrestleMania, and it was the biggest fucking thing they've ever done. gross, correct, for the actual show. The money that they're getting alone, just the money to go to Saudi Arabia, does not include anything they're making off of tickets or anything like that. They're Uh just pocketing cash to be there. And the uh-huh. Saudi government is demanding certain things in return, like asking for dead wrestlers to wrestle. Now, they weren't able to do that, unfortunately, dead as much as they wrestlers. tried. They did. They actually, shout, out to, shout out our segment three. Uh, that's true, right. I don't think they asked Tess. Interview. I don't think that happened. I don't think they asked Tess to, uh, to come wrestle, but I think they asked for some other people. Um, they asked for dead wrestlers to come. Look, I have no idea if Shawn Michaels is going to do something at WrestleMania or not, but I know this much. He, if he wrestles in Saudi Arabia, it won't be his coming out of retirement match. You had the opportunity to have Shawn Michaels coming out of retirement match to be something that could benefit you outside of just doing four 50-year-olds in a ring together. Bro, but the era is back. Great. <laughs> Great. Where's it going? What's next? The era is bro, back. That's the thing about wrestling, bro. Like, that's why I've never understood how you guys can be wrestling fans and like, literally have such issues with all these things. It's by like, the way, you wanted to know how much WrestleMania 34 grossed? Yes. 14.1 million. Okay. And it's how less much than do- 45 for Saudi Arabia. They got paid. Oh, because they got paid to go. Right. I get it. Correct. It's a different, well, it's here, a different here's world. the thing. Here's also the thing. You ready? Uh, you, you guys really think that there's nothing's going to come out of the match between Undertaker and Triple H at all afterwards? It's just this one payoff? Well, no, I think at this point it's going to lead to Undertaker and Kane versus Triple H and Shawn Michaels. <laughs> like, I think it's pretty clear that's where it's going next. At Crown Jewel, right? Right. Yes. And then that feud will definitely end there, right? Well, I hope so. <laughs> I don't want to see HBK I'm, versus Taker. If I'm, you're saying we're going to see HBK versus Taker at Mania, like... I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. I why? Don't, I just... Why do you want it? Because Undertaker looked fucking great the last time I saw him, and Shawn Michaels looked fucking great the last time I saw him. Well, when's the last Ten time years he, ago? Yeah, I say. That's... No, I saw him at WrestleMania in Dallas. He was in the best shape he'd been in in a very long time. Yeah, I think he... he Dance down the ramp and threw a sweet chin music. Bro, 
are you really telling me that you think that currently we're having Sandman on our show who's doing matches? Right. Well, yeah. And you're telling me you don't think Sean fucking Michaels <laughs> when, when you say, can still go? When you say doing matches, I'm pretty sure he's just going to come out and knock some people around with a cane. I don't think he's going to actually like be doing a whole Point lot remains. of grappling. Sean Michaels is, I mean, I don't think he's the greatest wrestler of all time, but I know a lot of wrestlers that think he's the greatest wrestler I think of all he, time. Yes. I think there was a time where he is as good a wrestler as anybody on the planet. I, I don't think he is any longer. I'm not interested in that. I don't think. And even if you, even if you're building to a Shawn Michaels Triple H match at WrestleMania, you think Shawn Michaels not going to have any matches between them? No, I'd be really surprised if Shawn Michaels. Had you think match. Shawn Michaels won't be in the Royal Rumble? I would be very surprised if Shawn Michaels was doing more of that type of stuff. Now, I, again, if he Bro, just decides he's back, he's back. Right. If he just decides he wants to do that, that's his decision, and he gets that right. He's Shawn. He Michaels. retired once before, right? I and came back and was full time. Yeah, but not like this. Am he I expecting him to be full time again? No. Yeah. But if he's coming back, I'm expecting him to work the taker schedule. Well, the taker schedule is just basically WrestleMania at this point. Now, but I'm talking yeah. about the okay, the Cena schedule. I would be really surprised if he worked the Cena schedule. I'd be really surprised if he worked the Cena schedule. Now, look, he could. Again, I, there's a million things he could do. I don't need more time, and I, I'd say this with all effing respect to Shawn Michaels. I don't really even care as much about the special angle. I get the, the point that Aaron brought up. It was special that Shawn Michaels retired and just retired. It was different. It was something that doesn't happen in wrestling, and that's kind of a bummer. But I don't really care about that. Everybody has the right to do whatever they want to do. That's, that's their right. The life goes on. But if you're telling me that at WrestleMania to get 10, 15 minutes of two 50-year-olds wrestling each other, I have to sacrifice something else that I want to see right now, whatever that is, Every time I'm going to say, no, I don't want that. Now, that's my right. Other people do. Other people just want to see Shawn Michaels, and they have that right. I'm not interested in that, me personally. I don't need to see more 50-year-olds wrestling. I'd like to see something that develops what you I'm going to watch on the night. You keep saying that. What? You keep saying more 50-year-olds. Bro, these aren't just average. These aren't just 50-year-olds off the street. These are arguably the greatest performers in the history of the business. I understand that, but no one that's you wrestling... clearly don't. No, I do. It's like saying... You know, like your argument is, well, There's... I don't want to see T-Mac play in his 40s, or I don't want to see Allen Iverson play in his 40s, but that doesn't mean Michael Jordan didn't fucking go out and score 40 when he was 40. Right. He wasn't Michael Jordan, but he was still an adequate basketball player, and these guys already wrestled past the point where they were at the prime of their career. This is beyond that. This isn't Michael Jordan at 40. This is Michael Jordan at 55. This is Michael Jordan when you know he cannot possibly run with the guys that are younger than him. I'm not interested in that. I'm not. I would never be interested in that. I'm not really interested in the big three. I think it's fine. Have guys that are beyond their careers go do something else. That's cool. But I'm not paying money to go watch it. If it happens to be on, I got nothing else to do. I might look at it. That's fine. That's what it is. But this is not something that I'm going to compare to watching guys in their prime whose storylines I'm tuning in for week in and week out on Monday Night Raw and then get bumped at these pay-per-views because you want me to watch two 55-year-olds wrestle. I'm not interested in that. And you're not but either. But you're going to watch, though. What's that? But you're going to watch. Of though. course I am, AJ. I'm not <laughs> interested Shut in Shut the that. fuck up. <laughs> what else we did talk about from Raw? Jesus Christ. What else happened between the pay-per-view and Raw? I just listened to you and Aaron bitch for the last 20 minutes about something you're going to watch anyway and then come on the next day and be like, Why do we have a podcast? Why do we do this every week? Bro, 
You say that every time. I find a way to come on here every week when I can. More you so were just recently. talking about how and, awful Bobby Lashley is. So you can go fuck get, yourself. Yeah, but I talk bad about Bobby Lashley because he's a charisma hole. <laughs> and now he's no longer has to worry about draining all the charisma off the screen every time he comes out because he now has Leo Rush that can help him out. Well, Leo Rush is amazing, and that's true. But I, I, I was never as down on Bobby Lashley as you were. I was never. I think that he was given bullshit to work with. But I was never as down on Bobby Lashley. Although the both of them need to just stop saying my man ever. Like ever. St- never say it no, again. It's fu- no, 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 someone no, no. Lo- someone very it's clearly. It's funny when Leo Rush says it because he says to help someone who actually says it. The it, It's clear that Bobby Lashley was told to say right. it. Right. Yes. Leo Rush, it seems like part of his vocabulary. Maybe, but it's just making me wince every time. It's just making me feel they, like... They've ruined that phrase correct. on WWE television. Correct. It's just making me wince every time he says it. Uh, but they are great. They are tremendous. Um, are we buying into Matt Hardy being retired? I am, yes. I am buying into Woken Matt Hardy being retired. I believe he's going to have another... He very specifically said, you won't see Woken anymore. Woken is going home. So I think we're going to see maybe one last Hardy Boys, like a short run at some point. But yeah, I, th- I think he's going away for a little bit, yeah. So, okay, you think that he and Jeff, like... For like a show or for like six months? Maybe not six months, three, four months. I, I think that the fact that he very specifically said Woken Matt Hardy is leaving, like he would say Matt just Matt if it was if he was done done. And they would give him that he they would give him that go away on television as well. So he's gonna return for something. Okay. Alright. Alright. Uh, look, I think that Matt Hardy is the type that's going to end up dying in a ring. Like, I just don't – I don't think he can stay away. Like, I, I, I think that well, he's too. that type. And so that's why I just sort of didn't – I didn't buy it um, because he was the guy – My favorite thing uh, – so so you want to see Matt Hardy back, right? No, I don't really care at this point. I really don't. Do you enjoy – you enjoyed Matt Hardy? I enjoyed Broken Matt Hardy, absolutely. Yeah, for the last year when he's been as stiff as anyone else in the entire world moving around barely you're, able to crawl you're not, you're not you're kidding yourself if you're trying to compare him to to uh, Shawn Michaels you're it's you're kidding yourself i would i would definitely put money on right now that Shawn Michaels would move better in the ring than Matt Hardy does well today because i don't know how hurt Matt Hardy is you might be what right. do you mean how uh, last year i would have well, been the dis- same I, thing i disagree are with you that. Pre- are you pretending that he has Matt Hardy has bent his knees at all in the last 2 years uh, I have okay. I'm going to guess that at some point, yes, he bent his knees. Do I realize? <laughs> I don't think that he bent his knees at yeah, all in a wrestling I, ring in the last two years. I, again, I'm, I'm going to guess it did occur, but I understand the point that you're trying to make hyperbole aside, and I get it. I would still take that over Shawn Michaels. I would. Yeah, still take the, it. you clearly haven't been watching. I, 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 crazy thing is, I have been. All right, moving on. Um, <laughs> I mean, we're not going. Um. What? What the hell? What the hell else do we have to do? I. I really don't even know. I'm. I'm totally lost at this point. What the hell else do we have to do? Um, uh, we we oh, gotta go way, over. Why is Why is it that Ronda Rousey and Alexa Bliss couldn't have had that match at SummerSlam? Like, why is it that like that was a completely credible match for Alexa Bliss? Why do you do that with her when she's not the champion? Like the fact that you allowed Ronda Rousey to embarrass your champion, but then when she wasn't champion, she was able to have a credible match. Like, I just don't get that. Like, that doesn't. That's called. Uh, that's called uh, stretching the feud, Glenn. It's a big thing in wrestling when you want to get, you want to have the belt on the champion, but then you want to stretch it out so that a month later 
the former champion gets a rematch and then they look good even though they're not going to win so that they're still credible in the title picture even though they lost. Right, and it's, in, a, it's a staple in wrestling. Right, in the process you're burying your champion which isn't supposed to be a staple in wrestling. It's supposed to be a staple that you respect your champion. Well, I don't know if you know this or not, but Ronda Rousey has had less than 10, match, 10 matches and she's already the champion I, I and defended that. the title. I do so, understand that. So the entire division is already buried, so it's not really much you can do. Well, maybe you don't have to bury your champion if you're willing to make her look strong a month later. Well, the the entire division is buried, so that would include the person who used but to. But you the didn't match. bury her on Sunday night. You allowed Alexa to look very credible. Mm-hmm. And she lost, and she's gone out of the picture now, and she's buried. That's again, <laughs> she's not buried. She looked. Who is she facing at Evolution? Uh, well, she's Stratus. one of the greatest performers of yeah. all time. And yeah, and that will help her get back in the title picture. How? Uh, I, again, I've said I think there's a title picture problem. I don't disagree with that, but you didn't bury her. Like, Nia Jax is going to be the next person, I think. I probably, sure. probably the case. You're probably right. So, about by the it. way, I really want to see Ruby after that segment. Uh, yeah, that would be. It sick. was really good. It was really good. You're not wrong about that. That was really, really good. All right. Anything else from Raw? Nope. All right. Very good. When we come back in, we'll talk about SmackDown and we'll yell more. Uh, I'm Glenn. He's Aaron, and he's. The main event. AJ Francis, this is Jobbing Out. Pressbox's Project Game Day is back at halftime and post-game for every Baltimore football game. You can react live with us on Pressbox's Facebook page. Glenn Clark hosts at halftime, and he's joined by the NFL chick Sarita Hubbard post-game. Project Game Day is brought to you by Glory Days Grill. Catch all of the action at your neighborhood Glory Days Grill, where they have tons of TVs to catch every moment of every game. Glory Days Grill. Great food, good sports. Pressbox's Project Game Day. Facebook.com slash Sports. Back in here for segment number two of Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, and of course... The main event. AJ Francis. All right, uh, let's move to the other side of things. I don't know why the music keeps cutting out like that. That's not great. Um, SmackDown, let's get the fallout from Hell in a Cell. And this past Tuesday night, uh, clearly, clearly Samoa Joe got jobbed. (laughs) Jobbed. It's bullshit. Mm -hmm. Bullshit what occurred. Um, I I just don't understand why they insist on on. There's got to be a record they're trying to have AJ Styles break at this point. There has to be, right? Like why why keep doing this? It's a great question. Well, the only thing I can think of is we're going to see a Miz win sooner than later, and they couldn't. I don't know why you couldn't just have Joe have a short reign if you if you're going to have Joe win the match anyways. Which by the way, they made it very clear Joe won the match. Yeah. So I don't understand why they didn't just put the belt on him for a few weeks if that's what they wanted to do, unless they feel like, okay, like, let's assume, let's assume for a second here, Miz wins the number one contender match against Daniel Bryan. By Survivor Series, Miz is champion. So they didn't want to have AJ drop it, win it back, and then drop it immediately again. That's the only thing I can think of. I hate the ending, though. Um, because if you're going to have Joe clear, like this wasn't a question, this wasn't simultaneous, this wasn't anything. This was Joe won the match. Yes, then have Joe win the match. Yes, I, like or, by the way, which you should have done anyway. Like as we keep talking about with AJ Styles, like, you could just use a breather on this. Um, I, I hear you about you know it looks like they're leading towards the Miz. Although, also in fairness, I, I'm going to ask the same question that I asked when I decided how I was going to pick that match. If you have the Miz win another match against Daniel Bryan. 
how do you justify Daniel Bryan getting another match against The Miz at any point? Uh, I guess that you, it's the only Rumble. way that you could possibly yes. do it. But well, there there is another way. Is and I was going to get to this a little bit later. Uh, you had Orton very clearly cut. You know, he did this segment where he says, "All right, I can't wait for my next victim." And I've been running up and down the roster, and the only guy I can think of who makes sense for his next victim is Daniel Bryan. Yeah. So that is that he in, he, he interferes in the match, and so it's not a clean so win for no, Miz, and okay. it doesn't hurt Daniel Bryan in the process. Okay. Okay. I mean, that would be a way to do it. That's true. That would be a way. I just I can't imagine having three straight wins for the Miz over Daniel Bryan and then trying to say, but we're going to do it again at WrestleMania. Like the rumble, the rumble, right? You're only saying that and, because- and you, and you have it not close. So it's, it's, you know, he won via the knocks at SummerSlam. You know, neither men was involved with the pin in the mixed tag match. And then you have interference in the third match. So Miz can say, and it, it sets up nicely. Miz can say everything, you know, I won three times. I, he doesn't even worthy, but Daniel but Bryan has a very clear, clear like response. A, you haven't beaten me. But doesn't that sound like a bitch thing for somebody to say, right? Like, isn't that, isn't that Miz's entire No, I mean remote? the other way around, like the notion of, yeah, I lost all three, but they were all three cheap. Like, dude, at some point you should win one. Like, you know what's coming when you face the Miz. Like, you, you get into this knowing what he's going to do, and you still haven't been able to win a match? Like, one? I, I don't know, man. That's why I thought this one set up the best, because you could say at least it could get a win without actually having to, like, really it be a win. Um, you could have just had it be the women, but at least he was involved in the win. Like, I, this is just really... I, I get why you had him lose the first one. Like, you needed to have him lose the first one. But to do it this often without him winning, at some point, it's just very... Oh, he didn't really lose the second match. But he he did. You're doing the thing where you're thinking too hard again. No, no, no. He lost. He didn't eat the pin. He lost. Bro. Brie Bella blows. I, I, you're <laughs> right about that. But he chose her as his partner. Like, she's not that good. Like, she I agreed, lost the match. But he chose her as his partner. He chose her as his life partner. I agree. <laughs> I agree with all of these things. You're right. In every check, 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 check. He still chose that. He still trusted in going to a match with his mortal enemy that his wife could be by his side. So yeah, that's, that's on him. That right there in and of itself is a, fa- is a fable. You can't. Well, that might, you might be right about that, sir. That- I, I agree with you, Glenn. But if, he, if they quickly section this off to Brian Orton and he looks good against Orton, it's forgot- it, not forgotten – but it's something that you can kind of wipe away. As yeah. long as he looks really good. But you I can't I, lose I to Orton. What is this what is this what, what is this quickly you speak of? There's still a lot of time between now and the Royal Rumble. Well, yeah, but it I don't think you're going you can't go Brian Miz again after uh Australia. I mean I guess you could, but you shouldn't. Yeah, why would you? No, but 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 you guys are what makes you think that Miz is going to be the champion is a better question. Well, they're they're having a number one a because I think it's the only reason why AJ Styles is still the champ. That's the only thing that makes sense to me, is that they want to transition the belt to Miz. Um, we know they're having the number one contender match, so Miz is getting a title shot. You know, eventually, unless AJ is carrying the belt to Mania to lose to somebody. Or why, you know, so why are we pretending Samoa Joe's not a thing? I I, I didn't want to. I think he should have won, but he didn't. Why didn't he win if he was going to win? Be to stretch the feud out. But a winning stretch that you have to have the rematch. Even yeah, if- that stretches it that you get one more match out of it after there. The literally it's October. 
You have him win the belt in October. Slash but they're, they're already building it as one more time. Granted, it's wrestling. They can change their mind, but they still oh, oh, you mean like, one you more mean time. Like, you mean like how they built one more time for Triple H and Undertaker at WrestleMania six years ago? I mean, it was longer than that, but yeah, I mean, that was dumb. People are complaining about that now that they're going back to it after they set end of the era. So, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't be saying one more time, this is the end all be all. This is there must be a winner if you're going to keep going to that, you know, later on. I mean, if that's the case, if it's end all, why can't that winner be Joe? It can be, but why wouldn't the winner have been Joe here? Like, that, that's why I, I, I'm under the impression. Another like, match. I've already answered that question. You have the other match even if Joe wins because you have the automatic rematch. Okay, but you don't have to do it that way every time. No, but I, in my eyes right now, if I'm saying what's the more likely thing, I think they've decided AJ needs to hold the title. That's what they're telling me right now. But also, why if they're already doing these matches with Miz, why, why are you guys just so focused on it has to be Miz, Daniel Bryan, and WrestleMania? Why can't it be Miz? It should why be. can't it be why it can't it be should, Daniel Bryan versus Samoa Joe? No, because it should be Daniel Bryan versus The Miz at WrestleMania. That's the point. That's your blood feud. You've got a blood feud. You've got th- that's the way that it should work in professional wrestling. Now it doesn't. Okay, but have okay, to you be. also have you also bitched and complained about how uh, Daniel Bryan was perfect for the main event against Brock Lesnar because it's David versus Goliath, yeah, and it didn't da- happen. I'm still Daniel about Bryan it. exactly. Daniel Bryan versus Samoa Joe is David versus Goliath. It's not. Especially it's if, not. It's not. Especially if you have Samoa Joe as the person that knocks off AJ Styles and then runs through the SmackDown roster right, but, on the way to WrestleMania. Well, it's it's going to be really hard for him to run through the roster in that amount of time. But I, again, how is it going to be if he faces somebody new every month? How wait, is that so happen? wait, wait, AJ. I just want to make sure. So you're saying Joe wins in Australia and Daniel Bryan wins, and then I guess at either Saudi Arabia or Survivor Series, you're getting Daniel Bryan Joe. No, that's not what I said at all. Okay, well, but, but I'm saying, wait, what do you do with that number one contendership match they're having? You, bro, that doesn't, have to, that doesn't have to play into anything. That's just a, that's just a TV thing. Wait, wait, wait. Like, I'm, ta- I'm talking about long down the road. I'm saying Samoa Joe versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania is an option. Right, but if Samoa Joe wins the belt, he has to face the winner of this other match. They're setting that up. Okay, they and who's in the other match? Is Daniel Bryan and The Miz. Okay, so can The Miz not win that match? No, it's not that you couldn't, but then you'd have top heel versus top heel. Okay, so then could the Daniel Bryan win that match? Uh, win win that match, and then have Randy Orton cheat him out of the match with Samoa Joe, so that never gets finished. Certainly, it's possible, and you can go. Why back are you guys pretending like wrestling isn't a thing? Like I'm, I'm so confused. No, nobody's you guys come pretending. On here every week you watch so much wrestling, and then right. you come on and say the nobody's pretending like wrestling isn't a thing, or like you couldn't do certain things. No one has ever suggested that. Like, there's plenty of things that you can do. I get that, but I'm going to tell you that there's no scenario by which you're going to give me that's better for Daniel Bryan or for anybody that's better than Daniel Bryan and The Miz at WrestleMania. You can't accomplish that. You've got your blood rivalry. You've got it. It's the one. That's what you should be doing at WrestleMania. I mean, you make those stances every year, and every year WrestleMania is great, so I really don't know what to tell you. By the way, every year WrestleMania is is fine, is is totally adequate, but yet the things that we remember the most are the times that we get the best payoffs. The greatest moments in WrestleMania history are the ones that we have that are based on these types of scenarios. Like uh, and and you're right because how Samoa Joe's worked with AJ Styles for the past 
you know, month and a half and how he's degraded his family and brought his family into it. He could never do that and make it compelling with Brie Bella on the fucking show. No one's no one said that Samoa Joe Daniel Bryan is terrible. No one said that. There's no way that it's better in a three-month span than what you've done setting up Daniel Bryan and The Miz over eight fucking years. You're not going to do better than that. Like, this is the thing. This is what you dream of. This is what WrestleMania is supposed to be. Daniel Bryan versus The Miz. The thing that you've been building for a fucking decade. To have it blow off. Uh, you haven't been building it for a decade. They've just been intertwined for a decade. That's it. Works the same way. <laughs> like it doesn't. Like, you can't add. You can't say, "Oh, well, yeah." You know, they've been building it for so long. When three years, Daniel Bryan couldn't move his neck. But they were yes, correct. But they were still having budding a rivalry together. Yeah, because the Miz is a king shit talker. But well, yeah, not because yes. they had envisioned this opportunity. No, I'm not suggesting that. Bryan I don't think they knew it. No, in no world do I suggest that whatsoever. But they've been handed it to him on a silver goddamn platter. <laughs> yeah, and then they fought at SummerSlam and they fought at Hell in the Cell and they're going to fight again at, uh, uh, what is it, Super Showdown? And so you think that they shouldn't fight at WrestleMania? I mean, they might. I, my difference between me and you guys is that, like, just because I don't think it's going to happen doesn't mean that I think everything else that could possibly happen is worse than it and wrong to do. I think when it's this, it is, yes. I think very uniquely, when you have this opportunity, it's wrong to do anything else. I, I, that's the way that I feel. Yes, correct. You're right. I do feel that way, and I'm not going to apologize for that. Um, like, no, I'm, I, I, I'm allowed to think that way. I'm allowed to think that. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I'm allowed to feel that way. All that being said... If I said there's no way anything else could ever be good, then yes, I'd be an asshole. I'd be a complete asshole. But if I say this is the obvious thing that obviously should happen and I'll be disappointed if it doesn't, this doesn't make me an asshole. That makes me a pragmatist. A pragma- pragmatist. Can I say that? Pragmatist. This is the obvious thing that should occur. Um, I And I think that we've all been in agreement. How many times have we talked about the fact that we think that AJ Styles need a refresher for a little while? Um. Also, how how about this? How about Miss John Cena at WrestleMania for the WWE title? <laughs> what, what is what is your game that you play? It's like it's like a saw situation that you're doing right now. Like, you're like, let's play a game. You have to I'm eat. Saying, you have to eat another Ms. man's John heart Cena in order to save your. How foot. about this, Miss Shawn Michaels? Yeah. Now you got the one. Now you got. We the never line. got. We never got that clean finish, Miss John Cena, bro. We never got. You know what? You're, they've been building. They've been building that feud right. for ten years, like We've like uh, on Glenn it. likes to say. God damn it! And you know what? You know what that makes me the maddest is that's the most likely scenario of what we're actually getting. That's the <laughs> that's the thing that infuriates me the fucking most. Is that they've like been a, building this? They, this will be their third time yeah, they fought at WrestleMania. Right. They've been building this for a decade. Yeah, that's, if you had to make me bet, that's what I would have to bet. All right, whatever. I don't give a shit anymore. Let's just get to this fucking Sandman already. Yeah, I, uh, this is what I've been trying to get you to see the whole time. You guys dude, are eating, again. Why like, don't we just do a two minute podcast where we come on and we say every. Bro, Everything was great. I, we like dude, everything and move that on. Argument, that argument makes no sense. I just came on here and did just as much talking as you did and didn't have to make these most outrageous claims. But you only did that because you were fighting works. with me. And I don't know how booking works. 
Like, you, you guys are pretending you don't understand this shit. You guys watch wrestling every fucking week. Yes, and because I know how booking works, I know that you're not doing anything better than Daniel Bryan and The Miz. Correct. That's exactly right. You've nailed it. You've nailed it. Anything else? You know we guy. never got the finish to Daniel Bryan AJ Styles, right? Uh, yeah, that's fine. Is you telling me Daniel Bryan AJ Styles isn't better than Daniel Bryan Miz? Yeah. Fuck out of here. I am. I'm a thousand percent telling you that. Okay, you're I don't, wrong. You're so fucking I'm, wrong. I'm not. And I don't even want to talk about this anymore. Are you, are you trying to compare Daniel the, the build for Daniel Bryan and AJ don't Styles? Don't talk to me anymore. Aaron, wow. is, is AJ trying uh, is, is he, to... Is he quitting? I don't know. He's is, pulling Avante Davis. Yeah, right? Is AJ... This guy fucking said that there's there's no match in the world except maybe Seth Rollins, AJ Styles, that I would rather see at WrestleMania one-on-one than AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan. There's not fucking one, and I don't care if they booked it the day of WrestleMania. It's a great match. It's a tremendous match it does not have the build it does not have good versus evil it does not understand what do you watch how could you not understand that we've been doing this show for five years how could you not understand what i watch i know what you watch wrestling for i know what i watch wrestling for you like good matches i like the build i like somebody getting their comeuppance i like all of that okay that's fine fucking watch murder she wrote I, if Murder, She Wrote was on right now, I might watch it. You pretend like that's not part of the story. It's a significant part of the story. No, I think that it can enhance the story. But if I have a shitty storyline for six months and it leads me to a classic match, I fucking love the whole storyline. I would have to think about a scenario by which I would change my opinion about the storyline based on one match. I would have you to do think it about all that. the time. Like what? All the time on this podcast. You bitch and complain about storylines all the time that end up in great matches. But I tell you the match was great. I don't go back and then say I think the storyline was great. Uh, I don't. Uh, uh, Name the time that I've done that. Brian Powell. Um, but my Brian, point Brian being Powell's is that the storyline doesn't fucking matter once the match and is great. you and I disagree on that. Because I, I watch every you. night. I hope all bad things happen to you. Jesus. <laughs> wow. Jesus. Wow. <laughs> My God. What has happened here? What has occurred? We might need Dr. Literally you know what? You we need that. Dr. Shelby back. We better call him. Man, Aaron, get Michael Aspinwall on the phone. We need Dr. Shelby. Something has happened here. I don't know what it is. I don't Can know we please it. talk about the New Day instead so I can feel better? Sure. Tell me about the New Day. They're great. Yes. Nobody's going to argue that. <laughs> Good talk. Let's 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 talk about Becky though. Wait, wait. Hang on a second. Can we just talk about Booty Worth celebration on uh, Sunday, please? Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, when they I'm, brought when they brought Booty Worth and been and gave him a pancake Gatorade bath. Yes, it's wonderful. Yeah. Yes, it's the New Day. I love that. How, well, how do we not get an hour of New Day on TV every week? Well, I would not be opposed to that. I would not be opposed to it whatsoever. Because we can't have nice things. Because we're busy giving fifteen minutes to fifty-five-year-old wrestlers. Now, moving forward. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, I felt really good about that one. I just want you to know how good I felt about that one in particular. Um, I'm, um, You know what's funny is I'm actually – I was actually pleasantly surprised that neither one of you bitches uh, complained about uh, Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton going into Hell in a Cell. 
or just that feud being prominent in and of itself? If you're telling me two matches should have been in the cell, I would have preferred AJ Joe to be in the cell. But overall, I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that it's fine for that to be in the cell. Yeah, I don't know why I would. Yeah, I don't know what complaint. No, it's I had. just like it wasn't. It was just a feud that just came from out of nowhere, and then they just were doing sick <laughs> fucking shit to each other the whole time. Yeah, that's then... not really out of nowhere. <laughs> like they've been beating the crap out yeah. of each other for. No, I mean, no, I mean, the feud started out of nowhere. Like there was no real reason. Like right, they came up with. Well, there was I a, once was the legend killer. Now I'm gonna kill. Yeah, well, all at, the, like, at one the, point there was a belt involved, and so it did make sense at that time. No, there was never a belt involved. And they were both working with Shinsuke Nakamura. I guess you've completely forgotten. But about neither, it. no, but neither one of them, like, were when they started feuding with each other. Neither one of them ever held the belt. It's the feud started before they had moved on from the Shinsuke Nakamura feud. Like he uh, he inserted I, himself into that Shinsuke Nakamura situation, which was as we talked about at the time, it was weird. But that's the way it happened. But um, literally, not, but like he inserted himself in the situation, and then Shinsuke hasn't even been on TV. Right, correct. Which is also, uh, I don't care for that. Although it was good to have him back this week. I'm not, a, yeah. I'm not, I'm not a fan of not having Shinsuke Nakamura on TV. I think that's a mistake, uh, particularly when he's holding one of your belts. I, I don't like the belts not being there. Um, but all that being said, I, I mean, we all knew what we were getting. We all. How's How long gonna... is Shinsuke's U.S. title right now? I bet it's pretty long. Yeah, it's probably been for a minute. I mean, like, it's what happens when you have a guy disappear for a little while is <laughs> you realize he's held the belt for forever. Um, I, look, I had no issue with it. I thought the match was great. Um, I think everybody kind of understood the idea that Jeff Hardy wanted to do one, and they were inclined to have him do one. And so I thought And was I, I knew going into it, I said, he's not going to jump off because he's not. I just don't think that. He would yeah, break. He yeah, he I mean, would he, break. I mean, I mean, he literally could. I mean, he could have done a swanton, but that's just too dang. Like, that's just too much. But, um, like, I knew he was. I figured he was going to do something hanging from the cell, and he did. And uh, at first, I really thought he was hurt until Randy Orton went and like right, didn't give right. a fuck. Then I was like, oh, they're, they're just writing them off. Yeah. Oh, the it only was, bummer about it was that. a weird ending for me, just because I expect you know Randy Orton to do something. If he's this vicious guy, he should be the one to you know put the final I mean, nail in that coffin. He was pretty fucking vicious during the match. That's why dude. I thought he was hurt for real. Yeah. Oh, you okay? I, I mean, like I was willing to settle for the fact that the guy had mutilated the other man's ear, and I never want to see that again <laughs> in my life. It was one of the sickest things I've ever ever seen. It was one of the greatest yet worst things Correct. I've ever seen in Correct. my life. Correct. It was unbelievable. Um, the only bummer about it is Randy Orton slid off the table like a second and a half too early. Um, so it was, it was like, if he had held that, he started dangling his leg off. So you knew it was coming like 20 seconds earlier. Um, if they could have kept him from doing that and literally kept him flat on that table until Jeff Hardy let go, it might've been the most unbelievable thing I've ever seen. But because you knew it was coming so obviously, it, he, yeah, he rolled off before he, like, well before he let go. Yeah, like, that was a little bit of a bummer. But outside of that, like, it was great. I mean, it was fucking great. Um, Shinsuke Nakamura has held the U.S. title for 66 days. I actually would have thought it had been longer than that, for what it's worth. I would have thought it had been longer. Um, yeah, I'm good with that. Yes, the Charlotte Becky thing. Um, uh, first of all, before, I got to go back to this. I, I don't know why they felt the need to split up Rusev and Aiden English. Like, why were they so hell-bent on splitting up Rusev and Aiden English? Because we can't have nice things. Like, what, what is... Why? What are they gaining from anyone by doing that? They didn't Nothing. need to be a tag team. 
Like, you could just have Aiden English be great. Like, there's just – I don't get this. I don't get why they felt the need to split them up. Um, because they because they want to butt Aiden English out. They think that Rusev – like, Rusev, they got popping because of Aiden English. So they just want him to go back to being a heel. But now Rusev Day is popping, and they want to instead of having Aiden English get over with him, they want it to be Lana. It's... There's one good idea I heard on the internet. I'm sure it's not going to happen. It's a real stretch. But if you're looking for okay, presumably Aiden needs to team with some woman to you know to even the odds. He is dating Eddie Guerrero's daughter. If you do that and use that to introduce her, I'm all for it. Uh, but no, that's not what's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, I think that's too quick. I mean, like, you're going to throw someone who's never wrestled in WWE at all in immediately, throw them right past NXT and put them into a few. Well, she, she was in NXT for a while. For, like, but like a few years ago, right? Yeah, it's been a couple of years, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's a stretch. I, just I, I a do, stretch. too, but I'm saying that's the one theory I've heard that I actually like. Um, I think there's a lot of ways you could go with that, like... I don't know. I don't know. I just don't. I, I didn't. I, uh, it sucks. Um, Charlotte Becky. Um, Becky's awesome, and Becky's awesome, and Becky's awesome, and Becky's awesome. And, like, again, I, I don't know what they're going to do now. I, I don't know at this point what you can possibly do to get the crowd to turn on Becky. I just don't know. I don't know what Becky could do that would get the crowd to turn on her. Um, I, I think you're just sort of stuck with what you're stuck with. I, I mean, I have an idea of what they, they could do, but it would. They would have to do it at evolution. She would have to uh, she would have to cause if she could if they can have like a little backstage spat her and, and Ronda Rousey, like just talking and she's like, I'm not scared of you, I'll beat you, blah blah blah. And then at the end of the night she costs Ronda Rousey the title so that Nikki wins. Um that would turn that would turn Becky Hill. It would help. You're right about yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it would be yeah. You team her with the Bellas. You team her with Carmella. You you have to do something a in a team and a despicable team. Yeah. I mean, you're crossing. You shows. know, you know, you could also put um, uh, you could put uh, uh, what was uh, what was Paige's crew called? Uh, I, oh my Absol- Absolution. You. Absolution. Christ. You could put Absolution because they're not called Absolution anymore. You you could put Absolution with. Uh, with Becky as like her henchman, I don't know if that's enough, man. Like the crowd is so into Becky, like I. Oh, I. Or oh, you could also have her just face Oscar. That would help. It would help. You're right. I don't know. I. I, I think. I really just think they need to to sort of reverse course on this right now. Like I just. I don't think it's gonna work. I think if they're. I'm- depends what they're trying to do are they are they trying to get her because nothing they've done over the past few weeks has been clearly okay this is very clearly heel it's been shades of gray it's been you know i've heard it compared to austin several times uh, i hate aaron so much i mean i don't know dude like saying... uh aaron she literally hid in the crowd and attacked charlotte yeah. from behind yeah. i fucking hate and then this week she was demanding that she raise her arm like that's it's not there's not a lot of ambiguity i, I fucking hate you aaron that's fine i mean look all i'm saying is it seems to me they're making her an anti-hero more than a true true heel well, bet- she hid in the crowd so as so there's a famous thing with sting hanging hair from behind while charlotte was taking a selfie with a little girl <laughs> Yeah, I'm shut up, Aaron. Uh, 
I, I right. can't believe I'm, that after everything that we've done here that I might actually agree with AJ. So agree with AJ? <laughs> holy shit, I think I agree with AJ. Um, and this is good because it restores world order and you are the worst. So this actually, this is really helpful. Thank you for playing this role, Aaron. Hey, of I, course, I, really, I need to. You see, this is why I can't have these arguments with you guys. This guy, Aaron, just came on here and said, shit, I haven't really done anything, you know, to put her as a heel. And then you guys tell me that you're paying attention and you're watching. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. In the disguise. <laughs> Do in not lump disguise. me in with that asshole in this situation. He said he what he said. in a disguise in the first row and attacked Charlotte from behind by pulling her hair and punching her in the face while Charlotte was taking a selfie with a child. <laughs> okay. Yes. that's okay. Aaron one, said one. she hasn't done anything to be positioned as she a deal. She didn't cheat to win, though. She didn't cheat to win. That's something <laughs> they could have. If, if, if they want her as a full heel, yes, she needs to cheat to win. I, that's not true. Yes, I think it is. If you okay, so as a heel, if you want people moving, so so Brock Lesnar was never a heel. Then. Brock, Le- what? Brock Lesnar was never a heel because when he was a heel, he didn't cheat to win. He just beat the shit out of people. I mean, I would argue that in his most recent run, no, he was never a pure heel, or very rarely a pure heel. Well, I do think that that became the problem with Brock. Is that literally no? He was such a heel. Roman Reigns got a pop. When he won, well, uh, this, like, in the last, like, yeah, what are you okay, saying? fine. For the last six months, they were able to get him over as a heel because they finally played up the fact oh, that he was I hate never there. Aaron so much. You're right. They instead of instead of well, first of all, he. Can I mean, other than at WrestleMania, he this, didn't win. Please. He he tied and then he lost in the time where he wasn't or where he got over as a heel. It was because he wasn't winning cleanly. Oh my God, Aaron! So anyway, he got over as a heel because he wasn't dropping the belt at all. And he well, wasn't showing too. up at all. Yeah, right. Not because he was not winning cleanly. Well, but it, he but if he if he was else. showing if he was showing up and winning cleanly, he wouldn't have gotten over as a heel. Uh, if he was showing up and winning cleanly and beating the shit out of people, yes, he would have. If he was beating the shit out of the right people, a la if we're using Becky Lynch as an example, Oscar, Naomi, uh, Carmella, who apparently they're about to try to flip his to a face, which I think is fucking great. Uh. If you run through all of them, yeah. I definitely do think that she... The only thing is, they did the bad thing of having her be in the feud with Charlotte to start, and people... Charlotte's getting John Cena mode in John Cena mode now where people just don't want to see her win. Well, I I think it would have been completely different if Becky hadn't been involved from the get-go. They really... they, they Again, understanding why, I know what happened, but it just really hurt them the way that they went about doing that. I mean, it's just- no, but that's not even that's not even true, bro. Because if we, I picked Carmella to win that match. If Carmella would have won that match, Becky would still be a huge underdog face, and Charlotte would still be a big, huge face. And because Charlotte won the match, people booed Charlotte and cheered Becky. Yeah, you you put them directly at odds, and whoever you put directly at odds with Becky at that point was going to get booed. That's what I'm saying. Like, if they would have kept right. Carmella as the champ, we wouldn't have had any of this shit that we've had the last month. This only happened because Charlotte was the one. But it wasn't was. because they hated Charlotte. It was. It oh, wasn't... yeah. Clear. It became that overnight. But it became that because she was at odds with Becky. The crowd had decided they sided with Becky. That's literally been my entire point. No, you said that the problem was the John Cena problem, which is that he won too much. Yeah. Yeah. Because Charlotte. Like, if. If Carmella would have won, this problem of the problem that they're facing now with Charlotte wouldn't exist. Right. It's I, I, because Charlotte won, 
Right. And everyone said this is Becky's moment and Charlotte right. shouldn't have been in the match in the first place, according to you, like you just said, or a bunch of other people on the internet with too much time on their hands. You have all these people mad at Charlotte for no reason. But no, we're, we're having two different conversations. I'm saying specifically, if it had been just Charlotte versus Carmella, nobody would have booed Charlotte when Charlotte won. They would have been happy to see Charlotte beat Carmella. I don't know if that's true, bro. Mella is money. I mean, Mella is money. You're right about that. But I don't think that would have been the case at that point. Um, the problem was the way they inserted Becky and then inserted Charlotte. It just ended up putting the two people at odds with someone the crowd was in favor of in that situation. That was what occurred there. Um, so now that Becky's the champ, why are they still booing Charlotte? Because she's going against because, Becky. Yeah, correct. She's going up against Becky. But she got everything that she she needs. Why are they still booing Charlotte? Because we've decided we like Becky. Like, I don't know. And, that's... You decide, and they decided what? That they don't like anybody that's going up against Becky. They don't like Charlotte. Because she's going up against Becky. <laughs> okay. So, all right. So, you care to place a friendly wager? I, I don't know what the wager is going to be, so we'll find out. Uh, uh, how much you want to bet Charlotte gets more booze than cheers the very first time she shows up after no longer feuding with Becky? I don't know what's going to happen after that point. I know exactly what's going to happen. You don't know Charlotte's exactly going to become what... the female Roman Reigns. I'll, I'll say within – I'll take the bet, not the first time, but within two months after she separates from Becky, as long as she stays a face, she will get face responses. I think have to, I would have to know who she's working with. I'd have to know all of those things, right? Like, I'd have to know how far they go with this. Like, they're, they're clearly continuing to go with it right now despite the fact that it's not working. Um, it's not helping anything. It sure as hell. It would be better off at this point to just spin off Charlotte, except that there's collateral damage to this, except the fact that the crowd has decided that, it, that the crowd likes Becky. Spin Charlotte out of this. Have her do something else. Have Becky do something else. Get them away from each other. Have Becky act evil towards someone else for a few months, and then maybe see in six months if you could get this thing to work again. I don't know. Um, it took six years in order to make it work with Roman Reigns. And even then, you had to protect him with the shield in order to try to get to that point. So, I don't know. But right now, I would have to just know more details of how it all plays out. This is a lot of fun, guys. We should do this more often. This is just, <laughs> nah, I'm having, just fucking, I just having a fun. I really just having do. a really Like, really I love fun. you guys, but you guys come on here and say some of the most asinine things that I've ever heard. And I don't understand... How you can be a? I just really don't understand wrestling fans. I really, I've just come to the realization that my brain just functions at a different level than all wrestling. Is that fans what it is? I, You're just so much super smarter than we are. No, no. Just because it functions at a different level doesn't mean it's at a more intelligent level inherently. It is, but that doesn't. That wasn't <laughs> the point I was making. <laughs> That's not the point I was making. The point I was making is that, like, I just don't understand how you can watch wrestling and not care about. The wrestling part the most. Not, I just don't get it. But we, I like wrestling. Anybody, have I ever said, hey, that was a terrible match. Boy, I love that. Have I ever said that once? Like, has that ever been something that I've suggested at any point? Have I said that? No, but, but 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 good matches don't like. You know what I'm saying, though. Don't act like an idiot right now, please. I, I, they all matter to me. Every part of professional wrestling matters all, to me. All matches matter, huh? Okay, yes, I'm an all matches matter guy. That's exactly right. <laughs> Yeah, right. Um, I, th- I there's nothing. I th- this is why all of my professional wrestlers were good at all of them. My favorite professional wrestlers are good at everything. There's nobody that I say that's not true. Well, who? Name them. 
No Way Jose. Uh, no Way Jose is the finest wrestler of our generation. <laughs> what are you talking about? He's actually better in the ring than his played out gimmick is. I don't I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. I'm not really that much of a No Way Jose fan. Uh, is this gimmick That's played bullshit. out if we never he get to see Aaron it? made Eric buy you a No Way Jose shirt. That was part of a bit. <laughs> no Way Jose. You love that Jesus. guy. Um, I don't love I No do, Way Jose. I, I do enjoy the No Way Jose Ezekiel Elliott comparisons that have been popping up lately on Twitter. Is a Is a what? There, there have been pictures pop up that make Ezekiel Elliott look like No Way Jose, and people have been putting it side by side on Twitter and other social media. Uh, That's kind of wonderful. Who? Oh, Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I get oh, it now. Oh, Ezekiel yeah. Elliott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do look a lot like. Well, I mean, not a lot alike, but they, I get it. I get it. All right. Uh, let's just. You know what? You know what will wash all oh, of this all, time? Now all black people look alike, too. <laughs> Is No Way Jose <laughs> black? Is he black? Yeah, he's Afro-Caribbean, you racist fuck. Son of a bitch. Now I feel like a jerk. All right, well, <laughs> this is the first time that you've criticized me where I deserved it. I'll be honest with you. The first the time first ever. Time. The first time in the history of the show where I deserve the, the criticism. The first time. Holy let's talk, shit. Let's, let's talk, you have some balls. Let's talk to the Sandman. We just need to wash all of this out of our mouth. The Sandman's great. We'll talk to him next in ECW Original. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron, and he's... The main event. This is Jobbing Out. What's up? It's KZ. This season, you can join us for our weekly and season-long pro football picks contest at Loop League. Click the link pinned at the top of my Twitter page, that's at Fans Fantasy, and pick any five games against the spread every week. It's free to sign up, and someone wins a $25 Royal Farms gift card every single week. Plus, we'll have great season-long prizes as well. And check out all the other awesome games at Loop League, where you can link multiple fantasy competitions all at the same time. Join our Picks League now at LoopLeague.com. Back in here for segment number three of Jobbing Out, Glenn Clark and... The main event. AJ Francis. And, um, look, we have talked to a lot of people in the professional wrestling business over the years. I don't know that any of them were ever as nuts as our next guest. Joining us and absolute icon of hardcore wrestling he will be in hanover pa with uh, james ellsworth and the crew at acw next weekend it is a pleasure to welcome in former ecw star the sandman to jobbing out sandman it's uh, glenn and aj it's so good to talk to you dude thank you for taking the time for us Oh, dude, no problem. I'm having a hell of a day. I mean, I've had a great last 24 hours. I was going to say, so So over the, this is not the life that I guess most people would envision for the Sandman, right? Like, definitely it, not. This I definitely know, struck you by surprise, but it's still fucking awesome. When I tweet out, like, when I tweet out a picture of me and my 10-year-old at the Bruno Mars concert, <laughs> man, people are like, what the hell is this? Dude, that's like the third time I saw it. I saw him when he came to, th- and I'm thinking about going tonight because tickets are down to like $48. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and I don't live too far from the stadium. You know, I could buzz right down there in like a half hour, 45 minutes. I can leave my house and you'd be inside the show. You know what I mean? And then, and then whenever I tell everybody all I care about is golf, they're all like, golf, do golf. I'm like, yeah, that's all I care about is golfing with me and my son. That's the most important thing in my life right now. This is it, I, I'm I'm really wrapping my mind around. This is the Sandman, yeah, the same guy who would would murder everyone with Singapore canes and swig beer. Uh, now life is Bruno Mars and golf, which sounds really <laughs> effing great, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is, dude. Hey, hey, listen, 
all you got is family and it's like, you know what I'm saying? They do, you, your friends are going to come and they're going to go. You know what I mean? You're going to have acquaintances. You're going to have friends. You're going to have really, really good friends. You're going to have some backstabbers too. You know what I'm saying? But family will always be family, dude. And you got to spend them. In my waning years right now, in my mid-50s, or I, dude, I don't even celebrate my birthday. I got so many sons that, I, dude, I, it, there's so many birthdays that, that I have to celebrate. I haven't celebrated my own birthday in so many years. So, that, I mean, I was born in 63, so um, I guess I'm like... 55, yeah, 55. I'm 55, yeah. Oh, wow. Dude. Yeah, dude, but, dude, spend the time with your family. It's the only thing that will be there forever. Oh, that's and awesome. You know what's crazy is like man you, for today. You, you talk about you're 55 years old. It was it's been 20 years since ECW was at, in its peak, and still 20 years later, people talk about it like it happened yesterday. Um, when you were going through ECW, where when you were in it, did you see it as something that would? Revolution? Like, did you feel as if it was no, going to be dude, revolutionary no, for no, all this no. time? I mean. So many guys, I know exactly where you're going with the question, and, I'm, and believe me, I've, I've laid in bed some nights and I thought about the exact same thing. Guys like like Rocco Rock, um, uh, you know, Ted Petty, uh, the Cheetah Kid and stuff like that, he had been around the planet already, you know what I mean? I was still young and starting, so guys like him knew what we were doing, you know what I mean? Because, you yeah. know, I had watched wrestling my whole life. I had been in wrestling, you know what I'm saying? So I started in like 89, 90 or whatever. Um, I, I had no idea, even 96, 97, 98, when we're literally maybe the hottest the hottest uh, company on the planet at that point, you know, making like making uh, like um, uh, like the covers, back covers of Japanese magazines and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Like you see it, but you don't know what's really happening because I didn't really have, I didn't really have anything to base it off of, you know what I mean? But I just remember Rocco telling me all the time, he's like, Hack, he goes, we're doing something great here, dude. And I would just be like, yeah, give me another beer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, give me another beer. I'll worry about it tomorrow, you know? But now I wish I would listen to him more. Dude, Rocco was, Rocco was super smart, dude. What a great dude. Uh, he's crazy. Yeah, it's he wise me up about a lot of stuff. It's funny you, you mentioned get another beer. Do you ever did you ever file like a lawsuit against uh, Stone Cold as far as gimmick infringement? No, no? come on, dude. Seriously, absolutely <laughs> not, dude. Hey, listen. This is how I look at it, and I've been saying this forever and ever and ever. Stone Cold didn't steal anything from me. One, I drank beer before I came out. Before I came out to the ring, smashing against me, and I made myself bleed. All right, Stone Cold drank a beer after what he did. Dude, you got to understand something. I was the first person to ever bring a Singapore cane into the ring. I told Joe Yamamoto was bringing a Singapore cane to the ring in 1970. So, you know what I mean? Ooh. So, it's like, I'm stealing his crap. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. Like, it, you know, you, it's so hard to come up with something, like, new and different. You know what I mean? That's why I did this. Like, I'm just thinking, how can I get ahead in this business? I'm not the greatest wrestler. In fact, I, I would say most people would say I was a pretty crappy wrestler. I wouldn't say I was a crappy wrestler, but I would, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to uh, do an hour with Dean Malenko. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <For> <laughs> Benoit. 
<laughs> you know, so so I'm just thinking about what can I do that nobody's ever seen before, and then that's just that's that's what that's what motivated me. What spot can I do that nobody's seen before? You know, you know, not like what move. It was more like a spot, like a like some of the ladder things, dude. I was the first person to bring a ladder into the ring ever. I was bringing a ladder into the ring in 1990 in my first in my first ten matches. You know, so it's just like it's, you're just always trying to do something different, not so much better, different. I mean, and it was definitely different, and that was clear, and the crowds reacted to that way, and that's why you guys were absolutely iconic. He yeah, is- and it's it's funny because I remember being a kid, like six, seven, eight years old, and um, my my cousin putting on ECW, and I remember watching you walk out to the ring drinking beer and being like, "Is he allowed to do that? Like, is that is that allowed?" <laughs> yeah, because Todd Gordon said I could. <laughs> I mean, Todd Gordon, you know. Me and Todd Gordon are still best friends to this day. You know, I was just, I was texting him. He was texting me when I was at, I think I was on the 17th hole today. Oh, dude, I hit it within like 18 inches of uh, <laughs> a hole-in-one. Love it. Ever, hole-in-one at, uh, at Paxton Hollow I was at today. So, yeah, but Todd was texting me, dude. And if it wasn't for Todd, dude, Paulie really didn't have any faith in me. Because you got to understand, like, Todd had uh, had Eddie Gilbert in here, and Eddie Gilbert, and Todd wasn't happy with Eddie Gilbert because, to tell you the honest guy's truth, the exact reason is because he tried to pick up Todd's wife pretty much right while Todd was, like, right there. You know what I mean? He was, yeah. That, no, dude, I've tried to pick up other people's wives. I'm not saying <laughs> that. I'm not saying anything bad about Eddie Gilbert, but I'm saying the reason Paul Heyman got his job was because Eddie Gilbert tried to pick up Todd Gordon's wife. I was like, hell with this, dude. We're going to go another way. You know, ah, dude, I forget where I was going. That's amazing. So, but but Paulie didn't know me. Todd had known me for a while. Todd, you got to remember, Todd was in the beginning of the beginning with Joel Goodhart and and Tri-State Wrestling a lot. Is that what we were? Tri-State before Eastern. He, I don't do it. It's so, my brain is so shot, dude. I've had so many concussions. <laughs> but anyway, Todd Gordon was in, in there in the beginning. If it wasn't for Todd, I never would have got the chance to do the beer and the cigarette. Wow. Wow. Todd just told Paulie, he goes, dude, let him just go out to the ring like he hangs out in the locker room, and I guarantee you the place is going to like him. Yep. And he was a thousand percent accurate about that. <laughs> he was wrong. He was a thousand percent accurate. He is the Sandman. He's next Friday night, September twenty eighth. He'll be at the Hanover Armory in PA at Adrenaline Championship Wrestling with, uh, of course, our buddy James Ellsworth and Gilbert Dwayne Gill. And oh, James is the best, dude. We love that dude. Dude, I love that guy. We love man. that guy, man. Ever, dude, and and I met him before he was in. You know, all that that great run that he just had in yeah. WWE or. Or whatever, dude. He and the best part about it is he's the same exact guy that yep. I knew three, four years ago. That that he was like three weeks ago when I was hanging out with him. No doubt, man. Convention we were doing. And dude, you know how hard that is to find people like that. It is impossible to find people like that. That machine gets a hold of you. That WWE, it gets in your head. And it changes people. I've seen it change some really, really, really good friends of mine. You know, but it's great. Jimmy's just Jimmy, dude. I love him for it. Yeah, he's a great really dude. We do, love dude. him. You guys, you guys have no idea how important that is. And, you know, like to me, but dude, just just be real. 
and that's all I ask. You just be the same person, no matter if you're the main event or the first match. Uh, couldn't agree more, and and we're the same way. We knew James and Jimmy, of course, Jimmy Morris. You're talking about. We've known him for years, and. He, he treats us the exact same way as he's always treated us, and, and we couldn't ask for the same thing. It's going to be an awesome night. Get to and he a- still never grew a chin. That is true. Never came away with a chin in the process. <laughs> AdrenalineWrestling.com to get your tickets. Dude, okay, so I, I'm thinking about you now. You're, you're, you're playing golf. You're going to see Bruno Mars. We know you're not this crazy anymore, but were you was, – was, was the Sandman – Straight Nuts. You gotta understand, the Sandman was me. Okay. And I've literally been well, from where from where I live now, dude. I was in a bar fight every Friday and Saturday night. <laughs> the time I was a dude, I was going to bars. I was roofing when I was fourteen and a half years old, uh, even before my fifteenth birthday. I remember my fifteenth birthday, which is probably like nineteen, like seventy seven, seventy eight, or whatever the heck it was. Remember, I got a hundred dollar bill for my roofing boss, dude. I was running a crew of a bunch of a bunch of other drunken roofers, dude. That's what roofers do. <laughs> roofers roof all day and they drink all night. That's just that. That was my first like job. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So and then you get in fights, dude, and then you get arrested. And Todd, that's what's so great about Todd. Todd's like, listen, just let that go be hacked. We'll be fine. So, yeah, but that that's me, dude. I used to be a total nut. I was just with. Uh, you know, I was coughing with two of my sons today, and, and I was just telling them, like, dude, thank God you guys aren't like me. You know what I'm saying? Dude, <laughs> I've, I've spent years of my life in jail. You know what I mean? I used to be a straight, actual nut. Total nut. But when you get older, you get a little bit more calm. You get a little, a little bit more like, yeah, I ain't got the energy to be nuts. But I'll tell you what, so I'm playing. We got a doubleheader on our first softball game this year. I, dude, I love softball, too. Not as much as Sid Vicious likes his softball, but I won't make I did not know that. For softball. I didn't know that. But um, I love my softball, dude, and my team. My team. It was a, it was opening day last Sunday, dude, and, and everybody was dragging their feet. You know what I'm saying? It was, it, there was just nothing happening, so I started yelling at the umpire. <laughs> I pulled out a little bit of the old Sandman. Are you? I'm not allowed to say this. I'm not. A, you know, they say you know, I let it curse. Look, it's a men's softball league, dude. The average age out here is like 40, 45 years old. What do you mean I'm not allowed to curse? So then, you know, tried to throw me out. And, man, I was like, dude, the game, the same, we were in between games, luckily. So he has no technical authority. Now, if there was a guy up at that, he could throw me off the field. The guy tried to throw me off the field. I'm like, yo, dude, you can't. You have no authority right now. We're not playing the actual game. But I needed to get my team motivated a little bit. So I pulled out a small salmon. I, I, this makes me so happy. I'm just so sad I wasn't there for this. Like, I would want to witness this. Oh, uh, so my sons. Two, two of my sons. It was two or three of them there. Two of them there. Like, hack, will you just shut up so we can start the next day? I'm like, no. Well, I'll see. And if I got my sons yelling at me a little bit, then I know that, that they're getting their juices flowing. Yeah, so we scored five, five runs. In the, Look at that. Look at that. Next to bat, so it worked. That's the greatest thing I've ever heard. That's that's so amazing. That's a ten. What's you know? Have you ever been upset with the fact that? I mean, you guys worked at the crucifixion angle with you and, and Raven, and everybody gave you guys so much shit. Raven had to actually apologize and the whole big deal. Oh, dude! But then Undertaker basically does the same thing with Stephanie McMahon shortly after, and nobody says a damn thing. But what? What? Okay, dude. 
And uh, you know whose fault it was? It was Kurt Angle's fault. Kurt Angle's in the building that night. Ty, um, Paul Heyman's trying to get Kurt Angle to come to come work with our company. You know what I mean? It, yeah. it was it was nothing else but Kurt Angle and Shane Douglas kissing Kurt Angle's ass. That's exactly what it was, dude. We got through the back. Yeah, I was the one who made the cross, dude. I was the one who made Dreamer, dude. I was. You remember the scaffold that Dreamer and um, yeah and Brian Lee, dude. I made that scaffold. I built that scaffold by myself with the chains, the, uh, the four by fours, everything, dude. The cross, I made that cross. I threw it together in like 20 minutes. Before, on my way down to the arena, stuck it in the back of the truck. So, dude, I get through the curtain. I'm, I'm super happy. And then literally like like a minute later, uh, we, get co- we, we get pulled over because in the ECW arena, it was like one big locker room. It wasn't like, it wasn't a bunch of separate rooms. Yeah, dude. It was like yeah. a room like 60 feet by 60 feet. So... So we get pulled over, we get pulled back there, and, like, Paul, he's got this, like, Paul, he's got his, his bull crap serious face on, you know what I'm saying? And, and Shane's there being the way Shane is. Hey, me and Shane are cool now, but back in the day, dude, me and Shane did not get along at all. Me and Taz did not get along at all, but those were the only two. So then I see Shane there with Kurt Angle in his ear, and then Scotty, and, and dude, I was pissed. I said, no, Scotty, you should not go out there and apologize. This is bullcrap, dude. Please don't do it. I begged him not to do it, dude. But he was feeling the, you know, whatever he was feeling then, and that was usually wasn't what I, that wasn't what I expected from Scotty. I expected him yeah. to fight with me that. And I was a little bit pissed off at him about it, you know what I mean? But I had a beer and I got over it. <laughs> but yeah, dude, that Story was, of my dude. life. And then the next thing, you know, was it, dude, didn't the Undertaker put Austin on a cross like six months yes, later, and Stephanie. Yeah, dude. So, uh, yeah, you think uh, you better believe what's his name? Kurt Angle was was working for Vincent. Do you think he went to Vince and said, "Yo, Vince, I think this is blasphemous." Yeah, right. No chance. Nope, no, no chance. No Absolutely chance. Absolutely not. No doubt. No doubt, man. Um, especially, to, especially to get mad about that at ECW, like. Oh, okay. This really is too much, but you'll let people literally attempt to murder each other in front of you. Right, right. Dude, it's a joke, dude. This is entertaining. Even you know what else too? Who was really a pussy that night too? Stevie Richards. What happened? Stevie Richards didn't like the angle either. Not that Stevie Richards was going to Paul afterwards and and and, and, say, and saying stuff like Kurt Angle was. You know, I mean, even Kurt's doing the business. And since then, Kurt, uh, every, every other time I've dealt with Kurt, probably about 10 other times, he's been great with me, you know what I mean? But but then he didn't really know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Stevie was a real pussy that night, too. <laughs> Damn. Love it. Damn. Dude, Damn. Stevie's like wrapping the ropes. If you watch, Stevie's like wrapping the ropes like Ram Arm, and he's telling the meaning, he's like, this is effed up, dude. This is effed up, dude. And I'm like, shut up and do the angle, will you? <laughs> Just oh, no, I was a little bit pissed then, dude. I don't, I don't need to be... Oh, what do you want to do? Just not do it? What, with a barbed wire, wire halo around my head. <laughs> the guy that's tying me to the cross saying, this ain't right, this ain't right. Right, right. This is wrestling, dude. Settle down. Like, what the... Dude, it's entertainment. No it's doubt. Entertainment. Like, you, like, you knew I... You know I knew this was going to happen, right? Like, I'm yeah, not... right. Dude, I didn't expect it at all. I, I mean... 
you got to understand something, dude. I don't. I, I I believe in aliens. I don't believe in God. God was an alien, dude. <laughs> watch some History Channel, some ancient aliens, stuff like that. The Anunnaki, dude. Every culture on the planet says it that aliens came here and they taught us things. The Chinese say it. The Turks say it. The, the uh, Mexicans say it. The Mayans. Everybody says it that they're better, dude. I had no problem with it. I didn't believe in God back then. You know what I mean? I didn't even know if I believed in aliens back then. It was so long ago, but I know I didn't believe in God. Man. So I had no problem with the Anglon. I couldn't believe the oh, people were actually like, pissed off about it. Yeah, that's nuts. That's nuts. You're a thousand percent right about that. Hey, dude, all right, so, I had, so we're talking about all these crazy things that you've done. Was there ever anything that was, like, floated out or even you thought of maybe doing that you were later like, yeah, I can't do that? Like, as many... Never. Okay. All right. Dude, we pushed envelopes, dude. I would lay in bed thinking about how to push an envelope out. Any kind of, like, because Howard Stern was hot back then, you know, if if there's such thing as a shock jock, there could be a shock wrestler, too, you know what I'm saying? Of course. So that's that's where my brain's at right then, you know what I mean? I'm trying to press push any limit that I can even think of. I mean, and you clearly did successfully for a really long time. You, you, are, are you? Does it bother you that like that brand of wrestling is basically done, or do you think maybe it's like best for? I do. You know, I broke it. You gotta understand something, dude. There was a lot of broken necks in our yeah. locker room. There was. I broke twenty bones at minimum. A lot of them in my hands, my five, five ribs collarbone my neck in half broke my neck in half and was wrestling a week later after that texas death match with cactus jack you know what i mean so i mean i guess yeah and i guess no, i don't know dude that's a hard that's a hard i question. get it no i get what you're saying right like it, it's it's a shame because we're all enter- entertained by it but at the same point like aj you know is just a football player right like you don't you don't want to watch other people go through the shit that you went through doing that i'm assuming no no, no, dude. And I tell you, oh, dude, one of the one one of the one of the guys that I liked the most. When I, one of the times I was in WWE was uh, Test. You know, Andrew? okay, yeah, absolutely, yep. Dude, he was the biggest pussy. Oh my god, <laughs> on CCW. Oh, dude, and I liked him the most. This is how I'm talking about. God rest your soul, Andrew. But dude, you were a puss. Oh my god, he would come back. God rest his soul, but man, dude, these trainers. Oh That's my great. god, WWE trainer would just, just, just look and laugh. Tess would come back with like a little nickel on his shit. Had to be looked at by the trainer. <laughs> you know, yeah. but he was brought up differently. You know right, right. That you... body is that dude never did a hardcore thing in his in his life. <laughs> you're like, I've got a gaping wound, and you're like, eh, whatever, tape it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not even, not even, dude. Just yeah. give me a beer. Give yeah. me a beer. <laughs> so funny. I just remembered that. <laughs> That's funny as hell, man. All right, uh, next Friday night in Hanover, PA, at the Hanover Armory, it's Adrenaline Championship Wrestling. Go to AdrenalineWrestling.com right now and get your tickets. It's going to be a great night. Uh, dude, is there anything else we can plug for you? You got? Uh, are you on social media, anything like that, that we can plug for you? No, hell no. I love it. I love it. I'm jealous. I wish I could do the same thing, brother. I wish I could do the no, same I thing. No, I do a Twitter, but to tell you the truth, I tell people and they don't even know how to get on it. It's like hack at Suzanne, man. Like S-Z-Z-A-N-D-M-A-N. <laughs> I don't even know. I think that's for my, 
I, but I tweeted. You better believe I tweeted a picture last night of me and my kid. Bruno Mars. That's awesome, dude. Hey, Sandman, seriously, I, we, we, we wish you the best. We wish you hopefully continued health, man. Um, you have entertained us so much over the years, and we are so grateful for it, brother. Thank you for taking the time for us this week. Peace. I'm out. Oh, God, that was beautiful. <laughs> that was just so fucking great. Was it, was it good because the interview was good or because Aaron wasn't there I think it was a little bit of both AJ I think you're right about that also you know what I like about you know why I like the Sandman AJ is because he's a great he puts on great matches that's why I like (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah I bet tremendous stuff love me that was just uh, beautiful I cannot believe that like the Sandman now at 55 years old his life is Bruno Mars in golf like just that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, when he said Bruno, he was at a Bruno Mars concert, and he might go again tonight. Right. I was like, who the fuck is this, is this guy? Sandman? <laughs> You're the wrong guy. Is this right. the same guy who used to drink beers and smoke cigs on the way to the no ring? No fucking doubt, dude. No doubt. That's awesome. Awesome stuff. Appreciate him doing that. All right, uh, let's bring Aaron back in because we have to. Um, let's uh, wind down by doing a, a quick count. Three topics we haven't had an opportunity to talk about, but we should. And, Aaron, we always go off the reservation. One of the biggest tournaments of the year was this past weekend. Absolutely. Battle of Los Angeles uh, was this weekend. And it was, uh, you know, not shocking. Awesome. Because, of course, it was awesome. Uh, You know, former guests, actually two former guests faced off in the first round match that stole the show. Brody King and PCO went out in the very first round of it. Uh, Came down to uh, a triple threat match. It's always a triple threat match. Uh, Jeff Cobb, Bandito, and Shingo Takagi faced off, and uh, Jeff Cobb won the Battle of Los Angeles. And, uh, I mean, if you look at the list of people who were in the Battle of Los Angeles and people who won it, uh, let me just run down this list really quick. Uh, Jeff Cobb, Ricochet, Marty Skrull, Zack Sabre, Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, El Generico. All those guys, no, they, or most of them, have something in common. Anything? None of them have really gone on to do anything. They've all no, just kind of exactly. like, fallen off the face of the planet from there, so... That's a bummer for Jeff Cobb. Obviously, he's never going to accomplish anything now. Tough, Real tough, bummer. tough break for him. Real bummer for him. Um, a lot of international folks in the field this year. Like it was a yeah. heavy international, and that might just be the nature of WWE eating up so many indie talents uh, recently. But um, just like a lot, a lot. Like I want to say it was like fifty percent international, right? It, it was close. You had guys like Robbie Eagles. Obviously, you had the Mexican contingency. You had Bandito. You had Flamita. You had Puma King. You had uh, Walter from Germany. Um, My favorite yeah. thing when you talk about like wrestling or boxing or soccer is that you like people like in America, especially people say things like they say Mexican and they're trying to like be derogatory and like say all Hispanics are Mexican people. But when you talking about like the Mexican contingency or Mexican boxing or the Mexican style of playing soccer, that's like a real thing. It's not. Yeah, like it actually racist. exists. Right. Yeah, correct. That's a good point. That is <laughs> you know a good point. Saying? Um, all right, very cool. And, and Jeff Cobb's awesome. Former guest of this show, so we can we can like him. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and, and may we always fuck Ryback. Um, <laughs> yeah. Fuck Ryback. Yeah. Next, um, really, really weird thing that occurred this week that WWE did where they decided to move one of their shows and, like, not really bother telling you about it at all. <laughs> like, the minimal amount that they possibly could in order to inform you that 205 Live was, one, no longer going to be live, and two, now going to be on Wednesdays at 7 o'clock leading into NXT. 
Um, I mean, that was always a better slot for it anyway. I don't necessarily disagree with you, but, again, the type of thing that you might want to give, like, two weeks' notice to, like maybe something you want to announce five days ahead. Like, give me... They they ignore it for the rest of the time. Why do anything differently here? I, I understand that. But, but the that's... thing is, they don't ignore it because 205 Live has been nothing. This is how I know that you and all you wrestling marks that swear that you fucking know everything about wrestling, you guys are just really just Kathy complainers that want to bitch about everything, is because 205 Live has been giving you the best matches consistently for yes. like months now. Yes, they have. I, That's I, fact. I, months. Have, right. they, have they mentioned it on Raw or SmackDown at all? Or barely at all? Barely. Right. Okay, and that's what I'm saying is that if you're going to move the show, say it on Raw. But they haven't because they haven't been mentioning 205 Live on Raw. Now, is that is it in part because they're now trying to do this thing where characters are one thing on Raw and one thing on 205 Live? Um, which is weird. And and that's, I don't, I don't know, like the fact that Drake Maverick's a superhero heel on one show and a face on another show, that's, that's odd. Like, the, I can't hide from that. That's odd. And is that leading to them trying to have a bit of a separation of church and state? I guess, but I don't think that's a good idea. That's what's about to happen with Brie Bella. Uh, that she's going to be one thing on Raw and one thing on SmackDown. Yeah, her and yeah. are definitely going to be the heels between her, in contrast to Ronda Rousey. Well, or are they going to completely remove her from that? Nope. Like, I mean, I know she's going to be involved in the match in in Australia, but are they going to try to remove Bree from that? Nope. So, so you think Bree's? What do you think Bree's going to do at at Evolution then? I don't know yet, but I'd probably be in Nikki's corner helping her cheat. That would that would seem again like you're going to. They're going to try to pull off twin magic. Could you imagine if she was in Daniel Bryan's corner as a face and then later in the evening? That's what have... I'm saying. Like, she's not – because when she comes out with Daniel Bryan on SmackDown, she's not going to get booed no matter what right, the fuck she's Right, of course. Right. She's a face. I, I feel like you got to remove her from one side of the – you don't have to. As you said, they could just do Man, double duty. That's, that's yeah, I mean, I mean, they haven't even – I do enjoy the fact that they're just like, hey, you know, Bree's <laughs> on both shows, whatever. Right. Um, <laughs> you're right. That's what they've been doing. That's totally true. Uh, I don't know. I, it's, I, I don't like. I can't think. It I bodes... think that's about to happen with all the women, though, except for the champ. I think that because of if they're the tag titles, the women are going to have to be able to. So, if, so I, the... I think it'll be easier if they do something like if you're on the tag team, you can be on both shows. The rumor was that the tag champions would float between the shows, like that. Just whoever the champions are, they would be on both shows and defending on both shows. Uh, every, okay, everybody else would stay the same, and that would make I think the most sense of any scenario that you could do. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, going back to the two hundred five live thing, it's it it can't bode well that you're not promoting five days ahead of time, seven days ahead of time, two days ahead of time, that it's moving to another night. Like that's that's not good. That the majority they promoted it on social media to be fair, but that's all they did. correct. Like that. Uh, well, that, to be fair, all the people that watch Two Hundred Five Live are really talkative on social media. Uh, fair, but you want more people to watch Two Hundred Five Live, right? Like, True. I mean, I don't, I don't think you want to do these things and just pretend like they're not happening on on Raw and on SmackDown. Like, I don't think that's a good look. Now, again, they might have done. It, I, I, I think I fast forward through all the promos and commercials, so maybe they did it on SmackDown this week, um, and I just missed it. But I don't really remember them addressing it on Raw at all. And if they did, it was a really quick hitter that. I I completely missed. Um, look, I, that being said, I'm two hundred five live is great, and I'm in. As I said before, I'm in favor of using more and more two hundred five live stars on Raw. But that's all the more reason to say, hey, 
Do you like Leo Rush hopping over people? Well, coming up on Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, you can see that. Like, just seems like yeah. a smart thing to do. Um, yeah. and, and I am with yeah. you that in general, probably better on Wednesday night. Um, you know, I guess the question is, they want to move it back to 10 o'clock on Tuesday night after the Mixed Match Challenge is over. Because how long does the Mixed Match Challenge run for? Like 10 weeks? Something like that? Something around there, because they're doing it round robin, so everyone play faces everybody else. So yeah, probably around ten weeks. Or it's it leads up to TLC, so about three months. Okay. So the question, I guess, is what are you doing after that? Like, how long do you want to go with it from there? The the other problem is uh, you're you're recording it before SmackDown now. So like for example, this week I saw uh, people who had tickets said the doors open at six thirty, and two hundred five live started at six fifteen. What? So that yeah. But it was empty. It was empty. But that doesn't make sense. Live. SmackDown doesn't start until 8. Yeah, but you also have to do superstars and stuff like that. Oh. oh. Yeah. Yeah. See, that, the, there, there's no way the arena was empty. It was pretty empty. I mean, not legitimately empty. Not, But I bet you there were under... There might have been under 500 people of the crowd at the start. Yeah, they need to – look, This is if you're going to do it this way, it's very simple. Flip-flop the two, tape Superstars first, then do 205 Live It's from 7 to 8. And ideally, you actually get a hot crowd in the process because you get the crowd that's that, that wants to see something, that wants that's, – that's excited and not departing at the end of the night, tape Superstars. Howard, this is how I know they got too much money at WWE. People actually watch Superstars? Uh, not in America. Like that's it, our point. Yeah, it's still, but it's still like I think it's on TV still in international markets. That's what I'm saying. They yeah. got too much money. They got too many revenue streams, bro. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it's a great problem to have though if you can have. I'm here's a fucking. Fantastic and why wouldn't you tape that? On, like, what are they doing before the show on Monday night? They couldn't tape it in the seven o'clock hour on Monday nights. Velocity. <laughs> I, I don't think velocity is still a thing. Oh, Jacked. Yeah, hilarious. Jacked. Yeah. Right? Uh, all right, uh, and then finally, it looks like according to PW Insider, Rey Mysterio is finally a done deal. PW Insider reports that Rey Mysterio isn't coming back on a two-year deal, although he gets uh, an opt-out at 18 months, and that was sort of the hang-up. Uh, the question is now, what is the plan for Rey Mysterio? What do you want the plan to be for Rey Mysterio? Rey Mysterio should be on 205 Live. I just not if they don't care about 205 Live. That would show that they care about 205 Live. It would certainly go a long way into getting people to watch 205 Live. There's no doubt about that. If you if you would be willing to do it, it would go a long way. Now, I would think you would need to bring back Rey Mysterio first in a big way and then announce that he was going to 205 Live. Um, but I You could have Rey Mysterio come out and just say, look, I've been feeling this way for a very long time, and I think that you guys agree with me. I'm the greatest cruiserweight ever. Yeah, I think you could credit. I think you could do it credibly. I absolutely think if you care at all about 205 Live and you want it to work and you want it to be credible, I think you could credibly sell the idea that Rey Mysterio wants to be on 205 Live, that he believes in that style of wrestling, that he believes that he wants the chance to go up against some of the talents that are on there, um, that he's proven everything he needs to prove in other places. 
Yeah, bro, I fucking main evented WrestleMania and won. What right. more do you want? Right. So I think you could credibly sell the idea that Rey Mysterio wants to be on 205 Live, and it's the, it's the best thing you could possibly do for 205 Live. There's no doubt about that. But then I think, I mean, you just have to start treating 205 differently, which hypothetically in this situation they would. Yeah, I, they again, would start would be... having the 205 Live matches on Raw because you don't want, you know, you want to have Rey Mysterio on Raw or SmackDown if you're doing that. All of these are good things. These are all yes. things they oh, should be doing. Oh, they're all good things. I just yeah, they, don't things believe they it'll happen. Be. Well, I... I I, I'm, I hope that's not the case. I hope that AJ ends up being right. All right. Um, anything else? We good? Let's get the plugs in, right? AJ, let's start with you. Yeah. Uh, I am on social media at AJ Francis 410. That's Instagram and Twitter um, and Xbox and PlayStation if you play video games. Uh, I've been spending a lot of time playing Spider-Man, which is awesome. Oh, man. Oh, uh, it looks so good. Uh, oh, God, it looks so good. It's very fucking great. Might, uh, it might get me back. You know, FIFA's coming out next week, so it's going to be big video games time for the kid. Uh, but, uh, you know, I got you know I got songs coming out. I'm back in the studio. I'm doing a lot of things. I'm just waiting for a call. So, I get, it, to be honest, uh, whether I get a call or not, I'm probably done playing football in January. Yeah, I'm really tired of this shit, to be honest with you. I got a whole bunch of other shit I can do. Hey, man. So, so uh, this is... This is either either it was already a great career or this is the last ride, like Taker. It's a lot like this is very similar when Ray Lewis announced his retirement. I feel the exact same way as I felt that day, right? Like now you just need to go carry somebody to a Super Bowl, right? Yeah. You need that Deer Antlers sick. there, right? Yeah, right. Deer are we still are we still convinced that that does anything? Uh I'm tell I used it and it did a lot for me. I know that much. My God, it was like taking a drug. Um, but as we also found out, Deer, Deer Antler Spray was also totally legal. There's nothing funnier than like when everybody was harassing people about using Deer Antler Spray, and then everybody went back and was like, oh, also, all of these drugs are legal. So <laughs> I guess this sort of doesn't matter at all. <laughs> like, And everybody had to deny it, right? How funny was that? Like, everybody that was using it was like, no, I've never done that at all. And then like a week later, it was like, actually, it's cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, actually, we were tripping. My yeah, bad. yeah, my bad, my bad. And then it was like, oh, yeah, I was using it the whole time. <laughs> So funny. All right, uh, Aaron, you're uh, you're on Twitter at the A Oster. We are on Twitter at Jobbing Out Show. You can email us jobbingoutshow at gmail dot com. Uh, earlier in the week, I wrote a little more about the whole Saudi Arabia deal, so you can check that out at uh, the Baltimore Sun. Very good. At Glenn Clark Radio, GlennClarkRadio dot com. Thanks again to the Sandman for joining us. He was amazing. Uh, that's it for Aaron and for the main event. 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 I still think he has one more in him, by the way. Now, this is where he's going to F with me, and he's going to do it again. I just know it. I knew it! (laughs) AJ Francis, I'm Glenn Clark. This has been Jobbing Out. Jobbing Out!